Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Johnny Gargano to my Tommaso Ciampa, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how you doing? Having a baby! Oh, well, yeah, it would be please. if I was Johnny Gargano. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Johnny and Candice LeRae on the news, but I'm good. Happy to be yes. here and have a phenomenal uh, wait i don't want to steal aj styles gimmick to have a stupendous guest okay. with us today yes and um, please out of context account please don't uh <laughs> make it seem like matt has a baby <laughs> honestly do whatever you want <laughs> i'll just try to ignore it and not yeah. it. <laughs> shout out to johnny and candace that's such great news so happy for them you know and i i love hearing i love hearing when these wrestling couples are having babies and stuff like that and and i yeah. i love that the first thing that comes to my mind isn't oh what about her career you know what i'm saying like people are just <laughs> so annoying with that but that's so horrible too it's so horrible <laughs> like could you i imagine? swear could you imagine if that's like literally you just skip even like congratulations or <laughs> yes. like even look at that tweet child or like look at that tweet like, yeah there's plenty of it like don't have time for it don't have the energy for it but yeah wow. exactly look at that Congre- yeah congratulations to them though and it always feels really good because like they do a lot of very physical stuff to their bodies yeah. in wrestling but it's also just amazing to see like Yep, I could also have a baby, but I could also do a lion salt and like do all these mm-hmm. other amazing things. So Candace is phenomenal and I'm I'm really happy for them. I'm really happy for her. And and honestly, like what they're doing now with the whole index storyline and stuff like that, she could still they can still do it. Like it's so I, funny I because they they're do. yeah, because they actually they feel like parents, <laughs> like to Indy and, and Dexter, like this week on NXT, you know, Indy uh Dexter took Indy out on a date and it was just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, I don't mind having a sitcom in the middle of my wrestling show. I know I'm built different, um, but I, I loved how no. they were <laughs> they were acting like Indy's parents yeah. and following and her seen, to the date and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they need to, we need more of them. I, I'll be so mm-hmm. upset if they, I mean, well, Candace especially. If Candace is not able to kind of be her, I, I get it because there's also this whole other like dimension. Pregnancy, of like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 
COVID safety and all of the things. True, true. But um, let's see. We'll see. And they, they've also filmed a ton of stuff at home. So that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Most of that was at home. So that'd yeah. be really cool if they just continue to please just continue giving me packages from home. I'll, I'll be please. really excited. That's um, but yeah, but other than that, um, you know, we wish health and safety to both Candace and little baby. Uh, yeah. Matt, um, this is not the first time I've seen you in the last seven days. So. Oh, well. <laughs> really? What is time? Yeah, no. I know. Uh, yeah. Right? What is time? Yeah, we, there were shenanigans, <laughs> and they're behind, thankfully behind a paywall, a.k.a. A paywall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Patreon. We were on the slop together mm-hmm. with, um, with Rob, of course, the one and only Rob Sesternino. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to say people's full names just like they do in wrestling in WWE. Cause they really have yes. to remind you. So like Rob Sesternino um, from Rob has a podcast. Puya was there. Of course we had PZV mm-hmm. showing up, AKA the nipple King. Um, we had Jacob Jones, the one and only <laughs> Chappelle. So uh, oh, you missed it. Jacob Jones. You mean AKA Trey J and then Chappelle, AKA sea dog. Yes. Who yes. Came up oh. with those names, not me. Oh, I, I conveniently forgot them. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a, what did you think about our, how, well, number one, how would you just, what were we doing on the slot for those who aren't aware? Yeah. Yeah. For so, so for those of you who have been dragging your feet on getting a Patreon, um, uh, subscription to, to Rob has a podcast. We were on the slop, which is like a big brother, like, uh, it's just like a variety show, mm-hmm. um, where we, it's just a more laid back take to, uh, big brother coverage. And we were on there. There were six of us and we were talking about the BB USA versus the BB can boxing, um, <laughs> event that took place last week. I think we referenced it a little bit on our podcast last week, mm-hmm. but. It was so much fun. We were brought in as the uh <laughs> as the quote unquote experts for combat sports. We are. Um you know yeah. when lie when lying on your resume like goes around. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the boxing. I think you made a Muhammad Ali reference, maybe at some point. I have no clue. <laughs> But that was good. Good job. Yes, all of the sports, all of the hitty hit fight fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yes, punch, and then hit, uh, punch. do they have kicking in box? They mind. do not. Don't even. Jacob and Chappelle were the on-site correspondents because they were on on the scene talking to all of the celebrities in the audience. You can still catch up um, on their highlights. If you go to uh, Rahap Grams on Instagram, they saved the highlights of them going to the, the BB boxing event. It is really funny. Like, honestly, stop what you're doing right now. No, don't. Don't stop what you're doing. Keep watching us. <laughs> I mean, and go on if you have to, just like open a new tab. There you go. Yeah, multiple tabs. Yeah, multiple tabs. Uh, so it was so fun. It was that episode of the slop was so crazy. It was it, it was, was. was super size. It was, and Rob always talks about it with the slop, but it's for, it's patron only, so mm-hmm. we get a little sloppier on there and mm-hmm. way sloppier. I don't. I haven't watched it back. I, I, I don't want to know what what we talked about exactly. It was wild. yes. It was it was very wild. I I remember exactly what they were talked about, and it's just. You know, some things deserve to be behind a paywall. We did talk and, about bread. Yes, bread. And mm-hmm. pieces of bread. Pieces I grew up bread. eating those ed- end pieces of 
But are you serious? <laughs> I love those things because I was like, oh, <laughs> just didn't my piece of bread doesn't have like another side to it where like the <laughs> moisture will seep through. Great. I loved it. And so if you know, you know, if you know, you know, that's all we got to say. So um, uh, yeah. okay. as always, if you want access to the Patreon exclusive um, content, you can go to www.patreon.com slash RHAP, register to become an RHAP patron, and you'll get the exclusive access not only to the slop, but to a um, uh, podcast feed. And then, you know, the patron five for fives and then the patron meetups. So, yeah, definitely go check out uh, Patreon and sign up, sign up today. Yeah. Um, other than that, Matt, I mean, we got some great questions from the Job Has a Squadcast Facebook group. Uh, would you like to read the first one? Yeah. So we actually had two Those questions two. Mm-hmm. that I'm kind of gonna gonna yeah. dive into and touch in a uh, touch on back to back because they're related. They were both from Derek. Shout out to Derek. Thank you, Derek, for the questions. Mm-hmm. The first one really is just about the fact that Ridge Holland, Casey Catanzaro, Zia Lee we're all doing dark matches and just to interrupt the question for a second, we did see dark matches before SmackDown between Ridge Holland um, or with Ridge Holland, Zyli, um, Casey Catanzaro and a few other people um, love Casey getting attention, but why potentially break her and Caden up was one question. Um, mm-hmm. They need tag teams and they should utilize those two more um, because they are so marketable and Casey has name recognition, which I think is really interesting. And then the other question mm-hmm. related to this one, tying in with Zyli, Um, Derek's wondering if Zyli has been written off of NXT. We saw mm-hmm. a few weeks ago that she had a match with Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, but we haven't really heard anything. And again, the dark match just happened. So where do we start here? Mari, how do you feel about these dark matches and potential call-ups with Ridge Holland, Zaylee, Casey Catanzaro? We also saw Austin Theory, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. and Dakota Kai um, in, in some of these dark matches. But I'm actually more like... I mean, I let me answer that question because I when I saw Austin Theory was in a dark match, I was like, where has he been on NXT? Like, why isn't he still in the Candace Johnny index storyline? So yeah. I was a little bit taken aback by that. But um yeah, I so they we know the main roster does loopy things. Um Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know why we should, they broke up her and Kaden because every day, uh, Derek is very right. We need tag teams and they were, they had pretty good chemistry. They, they stacked up really nicely together. Um, but when you get to the main roster, they do things like separate Shotzi and Ember and throw in Tegan, you know what I'm saying? Or they separate, um, what's his face from Scarlet. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, it just doesn't really make, it doesn't really make sense when you get those main roster call-ups and that's why people are, you know, dread, dread when that happens sometimes, but I'm not surprised to be quite honest. I'm really not surprised. I I think Vince sees Casey Cavanzaro. He wants to build off her name and push her as a, a, um, a single single star so i'm disappointed but not surprised i guess yeah but also it's the type of thing where like you know they i think casey and caden are still technically together but like we're seeing with austin theory he's kind of been pulled away from the 
from the way storyline, but he has had yeah. a number of dark matches. So they're clearly looking at bringing him up. The same goes with Aaliyah, where we saw her actually, like, I would say very definitively have her NXT send off. Yeah, and like then a swan song. Now mm-hmm. they're kind of trying to figure out, like, probably what to do with her. It's really interesting to me to see Dakota Kai in the list of people in these dark matches because she is phenomenal in NXT. But I mean, Vince wants what Vince gets. And I this actually ties in with something like one of the news stories and things going around, which is just the tension between, I, I would say, a, pa- a, sh- a power struggle that they talk about. And I, I like, I, uh, I'm hesitant to talk about these things because a lot of this is just behind the scenes stuff. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, what is one of the big questions? What's the purpose of NXT? Because mm-hmm. um, is it developmental? Is it to have a third like brand and, mm-hmm. and Gargano and others who are established or is it to build stars? And then if you're building stars, why have people who are smaller and not Vince McMahon's type, frankly, um, like under six feet and mm-hmm. not huge and not big characters and not charismatic. So a lot of that is going on and something that you kind of referenced is just the there's a major disconnect between what happens in NXT, what mm-hmm. happens on the main roster and then like major even the releases that we we saw last week. We've been talking about it, yeah. Yeah. Seeing all year. So it's a mm-hmm. it's a wild time for WWE. Yeah, questions about is Triple H still running the third brand stuff like that. It's I mean, not I mean apparently right. but like you know, if people are getting released, they're getting released. And something that I heard was that he was um, like, they were calling people releasing them before he even knew that knew. People, these people were being released. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I heard that as well. On Michaels too, who's very involved with NXT. So it's getting sloppy. Which again makes sense. Like we, that we've been talking about it. Like some of these releases releases just were out of the blue. So if you're telling me that they were releasing people before even telling Triple H, I I believe it. But you know, you know, it's all vaccine back behind the scenes stuff, and you just never know mm-hmm. until you know <laughs> somebody breaks the, the silence or whatever. Yeah. So. so I mean, you it, know what? I think at the end of the day, like more back to Derek's question, we can't yeah. really predict like maybe what we'll see going forward from Casey will be great. And maybe Caden will find her spot. Otherwise, um, hopefully she finds her spot. Otherwise, I think we feel that way for everyone. Like we want everyone to be employed and on TV and living their best wrestler lives. But, you know, there's really no telling what will happen. And it's hard to like, I'm looking at this dark match, Zia Lee and Aaliyah versus um, Dakota, Dakota Kai, Kai and Casey. Zaya and, and Aaliyah defeated Dakota and Casey in the dark match. Mm-hmm. And like, who knows? Maybe if those two teams were actually made into teams and called up, maybe that would be phenomenal. But it's just mm-hmm. uh, strange, yeah. strange, strange pairings. Shit. Like, especially yeah. when you see stuff working in NXT, it, it's kind of baffling when like you pull Austin Theory away from something that's uh, like, really fun and was and one of the highlights. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, it does kind of feel like a pettiness in spite, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Vince McMahon is just you think Vince doing stuff for like, pettiness. Uh, what's like Alex from BB19 just with like the petty hat on? and just, Yeah, petty. Like I'm, I'm picturing <laughs> him with Vince with his little petty hat. Yeah, oh, but also, you know, you gotta... 
you got to remember that, you know, they're back on the road again, too. So, uh, you know, you know, Dakota might be on the road because her partner may be on the road. You know what I'm saying? Keith Lee had a squash with a local talent um, for SmackDown, which means hopefully, you know, Mia, we we know Mia is on SmackDown now as well. So you got to think of the families. You got to think of of all of that. So I'm, I'm here for it. Zia Lee being written off. I guess because didn't the last time yeah. we saw we saw like a Tian Shaw in um in um what's his name? Oh gosh, I Boa? forgot the Boa, yes, thank you. We saw they they did something the other week together, just the two of them. So Ooh. yeah, maybe yeah, 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 if I remember correctly. So I guess we'll yeah. see. I, I guess we'll we'll really see. Thank you so much for those questions, Derek. We really, really appreciate it. And so you can always uh send us questions in the uh Job Has a Squadcast Facebook group where um it's uh Matt with Matt knows it's the the unofficial official RHAP uh patron wrestling group. Uh, you can always send us any long form email questions to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. And you can join the conversation on Twitter using hashtag wrestling rehab up. And then, of course, tag us at wrestling rehab up on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I just yeah. did the plugs. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, mean, so I, I think it's, uh, yeah, do I think it's things. your turn. Yeah. Uh, to, to do, do the uh, awesome in- guest, the introduction. Yeah, so it's quickly. Time? Look at me. Oh my I gosh. just did that so quickly. I'm ready mm-hmm. for this. You just did it. Okay, well, uh, I, I think I could do this. Uh, <clears throat> let's get this get this throat ready. Okay. <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible it's okay. phrase. Okay. It's all right. Um, <laughs> making her way to the podcast. The three-time, three-time, three-time wrestling rehab up guest from the T dot, the T O, the Big Smoke, Hogtown, the Six, Hollywood North, Little York, and the home of such icons, wrestling icons as Trish Stratus, Christian Cage, Edge, Gail Kim, Joe E. Legend, and Rocky Johnson, the scholarly, sophisticated, spectacular, sensational. Stupendous, stellar, Stella skews you, aka the gifted, gleeful, grounded, glistening, glorious, graceful, gracious, the great grace. Excuse me, no, Stella skews you. (laughs) Can you breathe? That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Are you lightheaded? Little. I had to hold back a little bit. Yeah, I know. Because I wouldn't have made it through. Grace, well, it's well, great to have you here. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you. Matt catches his breath. Yeah. Thank you so much, Grace. Uh, thank you for being here. Also, you can um, you can watch us on YouTube at Rob Has a Podcast on YouTube to see our glorious, lovely faces. Grace, third time's a charm. Oh, I doing? am excited to be back. I'm always happy to be here joining uh, you two to talk about professional wrestling i'm excited yes yeah yes when when we have the questions when we want to that deep dive into aew we call the big guns (laughs) the big dogs we get the the know-it-all we get the librarian we get (laughs) we get stella excuse you up in here move over uh, steven fish back because grace leader is here for 
the action. <laughs> that was good. I know. Steven can come like, for the action too if you want. <laughs> yeah. Grace, uh any what you been up to since we last seen you? I mean, we oh. we all did the the Big Brother 23 uh cast review podcast. That yeah. was so fun. That was yeah. a few months ago. How yeah. you been since then? Oh, pretty good. Um there's been uh yeah, I've been watching a lot of Big Brother, but uh, <laughs> right. wrestling in the world. Uh, so right now, um, mm-hmm. uh, AW added another show. <laughs> God, yeah. No, please. You have four <laughs> shows. It's too much. I don't watch two of them really, only if there's like something that piques my interest. But it's like there's so much wrestling in the world yeah. right now. But there is so much, I think, like intriguing backstage people moving around. There's so much going on that it's also like keeps my interest when it's not on TV too. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I, we might as well kind of just start right into it because like Grace said, it's a lot to get into. So we'll start with our highlights of the week. Each week we go over uh, wrestling clips throughout the week from all the different promotions, AEW, Raw, SmackDown. Uh, the clips can be found in a very nifty playlist, YouTube playlist that's in our show description or the uh, the podcast description. Either you're watching us on YouTube or listening. You can follow along um, as we go through. And we have to start with AEW. We have Grace here. We gotta go in deep. We gotta <laughs> get down in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like it. I did it. I felt like it. It's good. Um, <laughs> we can get in there. We'll get deep. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great intro. We haven't even started the highlights yet. Yeah. Well, here you go. Here's our first highlight. So, um, spoiler alert, uh, Christian Cage becomes the new Impact World Champion because he beat Kenny Omega on Dino. Oh, wait, no, he beat Kenny Omega on, on Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, that's yes. right. He did. They is- he issued the challenge on Dynamite. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I feel like this felt like it came out of. I mean, not out of nowhere, but kind of out of nowhere, especially when you think of everything that was going on with Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Grace, what's happening here? Yeah, the, like, world title scene on AEW is, like, pretty funky right now. Um, There's some stuff I really like, and then some stuff I'm like, oh, yeah, like, so a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. there was the, the, I think, an eight-man tag. It might have been a ten-man tag with where Adam, uh, where Hangman Page put his title on the line. Like, the basketball game, which was, (laughs) you know, only the elite could, like, come out, you know, basically as the Toon Squad and, like, still be booed and like you know, I, just like i mean i would call top. michael jordan the elite maybe lebron yeah. james not nick and matt jackson but that's a whole yeah. <laughs> i mean that's the whole thing right like they're like they're ridiculous they're all ridiculous they think they're like much cooler than they really are right and it's just like i love them sort of being in this like they're all these like nerds they're just nerdy guys who like then now think they're cool um and i like what they're doing with the elite but yeah so hangman loses that match and i think uh, i i thought i think i thought they were setting up for an all-out like a, an all out match that it would be page versus uh, Omega. And then all these rumors are coming of like Daniel Bryan's coming. CM Punk is coming and yeah. hangman gets moved out of the like title picture. He's like at the bottom of the, the line. And I'm like, what is I, the, the momentum? Like that entrance, we talk about the basketball entrance, yeah. the, the, the dark order entrance with like page mm-hmm. coming out. And like there's, you know, not only is there a lot of TV to watch, there's also, um, 
uh, is it Beyond the Elite? Whatever their YouTube thing is, there's a lot of good stuff in there as well. And like in that, in there, they were like, he's like, I've always wanted like a, a jacket with like purple rose, you know, like this like cool jacket. And then he comes out in the cool jacket with all of his like new new buddies. And so like I, the pay, the Hangman page stuff, there was a Twitter thread a little while ago of like detailing. I think one thing AEW doesn't do phenomenally is like give you the backstory on what's happening right but like yeah. the page stuff to me is probably the stuff i'm the most interested in wrestling at the moment that's of, yeah that's what we said that's what i said i think we yeah. covered this like two or three weeks ago yeah. and mm-hmm. as somebody who doesn't watch AEW that much when i do watch i root for hangman page and to see him be uh shunted to the back of the list it really like it was really just you know it, it, it blew the cell uh, wind out of my yeah. Yeah. i don't know like yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to add too. like the other thing is a couple months ago, especially I felt like I had a moment where I it was our first time covering AEW. I'm blanking on um, blanking on who exactly uh, or what what the show was at this point. It was late, but the early June late may show whatever that was well, Either well, way, well, what happened? like seven uh novelty shows in a row so I they know. had like fire fest <laughs> yes. and full gear and then it was homecoming yeah. and then it was whatever so if you're confused, it was it was before all of those two was it with yeah. scott like, yeager no no even before that see this oh. is the thing that AEW does they're yeah. like throwing all these special shows at us but this was actually i think like a pay-per-view show um but anyway like was it double um, or nothing was it double or double nothing? Or, it was probably it was double or nothing i think yeah it must yeah. have been double or nothing yeah. so yeah but like it, he looked like such a big star and actually everyone mm-hmm. kind of did to me watching that show and that was the moment where for me adam page was like oh okay this guy i get i get him now i get him as a mm-hmm. star i didn't really fully get him and wasn't bought in but it's exciting to see how much people are on board with him it is strange that we've kind of seen that momentum shift but i also like that like if he's out for all out and we're not going to see him there then we're not going to see him there and then the story will just have to pick up later and i know that it'll pick up but um i actually also saw something about like adam page um apparently he had a baby. Is he oh, had a baby? Did? did he have the yeah. baby already? I think they've had. They oh. are, or she's pregnant. I think so. It does kind of mix, and it's. I th- no. Here's the thing. I think she's due right around. Gosh, good luck. Right around all out was a thing that like so uh, they were one. I this is a thing I've like I think I've seen it speculated much more than it's been mm-hmm. like reported is that there was a worry that like if she goes into labor and during that weekend he is going to he's going to see the baby. Oh, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean one of the things I think is really intriguing about the Adam yeah. uh page stuff is that the storyline actually revolves a lot around mental health and insecurity and anxiety. Yeah. Um this whole thing of like he didn't really fit in with the elite and so he leaves but then he starts drinking alone by himself and then the dark yeah. order comes to like sort of support him and like just because you failed doesn't mean you like you you should give up. Like it's a really interesting thing. And I think like Paige is sort of a you know I, I just his whole him as a person and then him as a character. I think it's really intriguing. So I love that. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I can have a world title shot, but also I'm going to have a baby. So I'm going to go see my, you know, my baby is born. So like, put me at the back of the line. I mean, there is yeah. this thing in wrestling, like there's a, a, a dust, a Rhodes finish, a dusty finish, right? Is the yeah, thing the where like finish, the, yep. the, the good guy wins and then it's like, oh, the ref didn't see it or there was interference. And then the bad guy ends up winning the title. Right. And yep. I do feel like this continual, like, here's the rug. I think eventually it's going to, it would be diminishing returns, but I still think whenever it happens, whenever Adam Page wins the world title, the mm-hmm. roof will explode on the building right. that, you know, where it happens. So I'm not 
super concerned that they've like chosen to go this path. And especially if it has something to do with him having a baby, I'm like, okay with it. Um, but it's this thing. I'm so invested. In. I want, we all, I think a lot of us are, like, I want him to win. And then when he like yeah. loses, even for the title, it's like, you don't get a chance at the title. We're all like, no. And that's like a good thing. That's like a good thing that they have like built. Um, and, so. and so Grace, so Christian Cage yeah. beats Kenny for the TNA. The oh sorry I'm no I know he has a TNA TNA title on him yeah okay their titles are both they have two titles so it's it's it always throws me off yeah Yeah, exactly so so does this open the door does does Kenny losing this first title begin the downfall of him Ah. because the AAA one is coming up now soon tonight uh, the Saturday okay uh, night after Rampage Mm -hmm. so he's fighting Andrade and um, I'm surprised there hasn't been more of that like on TV but i guess yeah. the AAA stuff isn't really available in america so whether they're not feel like it's worth cross promoting but i do feel like i get the sense of what we're leading to and i hope it eventually is hangman page and actually don't i hope it's not cm punk who, who does right. it but Same. i want the right. the oh, slow not like the fall from grace the like king who's losing his Ooh. power i yeah. want this from kenny omega like holding holding on to that the the to one the title one he'll have title. left yep. as mm-hmm. close to his chest with Don Callis freaking out in the background. Like that's where mm-hmm. I see this going. And certainly they same. could buck with that trend. But I, I feel like in the same way, I feel like a lot of wrestling companies, like they, they tell you what they kind of show you what they're doing. They show I, you what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I do think that's where we're headed of like, I, I was not sold on Christian being the challenger for the AEW title and whether he still gets the shot at all out uh, is, I don't know if that's going to, happen or not he still is sort of like owed that title shot um mm-hmm. so we'll see but i don't know if i love that but i do like the slow like the clinging to the one last belt he has kenny omega madman could did be I really miss it? why is he owed that is it was he's he the number Kenny? he's the number one ranked uh, yeah, he was number two oh. and then he got bumped up. And so he's, they've always, they've still said he has a title shot at all out. But then there was also this thing where he got to challenge for the impact title. And so whether they'll muck around with that a bit of like, oh, you have your shot or somebody, you know, he chooses to defend the impact title at all, you know, whatever. The root, the thing that people, a lot of people think is that Omega might fight punk at all out. Yeah. I don't know if I love that for punk's first moment because he either has to win no. and then he's like at the top of AEW it feels a little bit like undeserved or he loses and he loses in his first match so mm-hmm. in his hometown right i don't know the whole like the or whole dusty finish the whole kind of main event finish. thing yeah i think they got to wait for page to be able to beat omega i think i think that's the, yeah. there's the that's the most juice to squeeze from a story of mm. page winning and beating the guy who keeps taking it away from him but yeah. So uh I think I personally think that he he will lose the the AAA title here. I think so t- tonight. Uh, um which would be again great. Perfect. Then we get this Kenny Omega who like you said is just so desperate he will do anything to keep yeah. the last one. So I'm perfectly perfectly good with that. Uh so uh Matt, you have uh extolled your love for Christian Cage on this podcast numerous times. Me? Uh Captain yeah, Charisma? You. Yeah, you. Like yeah. So guy. how did you feel about this? You know what? I here this uh, the biggest the best comparison I could make with how I reacted to this was actually The Miz, The Miz um earlier this mm-hmm. year 
Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, what at, is yeah, time? At money at, oh, at elimination, the, elimination, elimination, elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it it's like this moment where you perceive a character one way, and then something happens, and then it completely shifts. Like for me, from the Miz, it was like, oh, this guy's goofy. You can't be world champion anytime soon. They'd have to build him up this way, and then he wins, and then he comes out in the suits, and then it's really believable and. The moment that, I mean, Christian was in this feud, but especially the moment that he uh, hit the, the kill switch onto the chair and pinned Kenny and got the win, like, and you hear the music, which is so familiar, you feel it because I loved, I loved his TNA run as Christian Cage. That is, pro- I, that's definitely my, my favorite Christian Cage run. There were some great matches. He had a great match with Samoa Joe. Frankie mm-hmm. Kazarian was another one because Christian was also big on like building some of those other stars. I think he was probably arguably the biggest star at the time in the company. Kurt Angle was also there around the same time. And this was awesome. Like he, he's, he is like in my mind, at least like the impact champion. You could pull up another, a number of other names like AJ Styles mm-hmm. is an interesting one who's in that conversation, but Christian yeah. Cage while he wasn't in impact or TNA at the time that long, like he really did something magical there. And I think it's cool to see that. Like, I don't think of him as a WWE guy, especially because he's been gone from WWE since and in ring competition since, um, well, since 2014. And then there was the Royal rumble, but that was just kind of like Mm -hmm. an outlier situation this year. Yeah. So So we also, we yeah sorry Matt. No, we also I got mean, a question though um because we did yeah. get a match on dynamite um with Kenny Omega and the Bucks mm-hmm. with uh Dante Martin was in it so um uh, yeah. we got a question from Jacob who asked Dante Martin just had an impressive star making performance on dynamite what are your all time uh, favorite similar moments of a wrestler coming from out of nowhere and just being truly incredible? So, um, yes, Dante Martin looked great in this. I literally, again, at first I watched the clip, I was like, I don't know who he is. And then I immediately was like, Oh no, I know who it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this kind of reminds me of like, uh, of course, X-Pac or the one, two, three kid getting the win wow. or like Razor Ramon at like, out of nowhere type yeah. of type of feel. I, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, I would give similar. you Jeff. It reminds me of Jeff Hardy Undertaker uh-huh. ladder match. Oh, that's in good. 2002. Yeah. Like okay. that's that's nice. I haven't watched that in a long time. It's so that's good. Definitely one of my favorites, and that's what immediately came to mind when I read this question. Just because mm-hmm. you have the sh- you have like uh, the stars. Um, so in that case, it was the Undertaker, but in this case, like. Literally everyone else in this match is like so established, especially if you look across the ring at Kenny Omega and the Bucks, the elite, like you're mm-hmm. being trusted by these people to compete with them and be on their level. And they're, they did an amazing job helping get him over. But the athleticism from Dante Martin is like, it was, it was really yeah. next level. Just lots mm-hmm. of flips, some Simone yeah. Biles type of dismounts. Like there was a there was a, a hurricane Rana the top rope. off the top rope mm-hmm. to, to the, the floor. To the floor. Yeah, to the that's floor. The to the floor. Uh, what is physics? 
You know what? It, you know what? You know what it remind me of? Do you remember the? It might have been a night after WrestleMania, but maybe I'm just remem- misremembering because the crowd was so hot. But it's Cesaro. There's like it's like a I can't remember. If it's an eight man tag or like a like a you know two versus two versus two versus two or whatever. And Cesaro just like is a rat like bouncing around the ring like uppercutting, and then he like yeah. runs on the outside, and he like he's just doing like everything in this everything. moment <laughs> of like. And to me, it's a little bit like that. Like I think Cesaro was like a like pretty like he was in the WWE. He's like I think people knew him but i think that was a moment of like oh this guy is like really really good and has basically just like stolen this whole like this the whole sequence was just like Cesaro yeah. was amazing and to me that that's what that like the sequence and felt I, like i think you're right him. i think it was like a raw after mania and i think like cesaro had been like off of tv or something for a Could while when that happened it was something like that but yeah that i mean great great moment um you can also think of to me i kind of i kind of also think of like ronda rousey's uh wwe debut because i honestly didn't think she was going to be as good as she was in the debut now the year the the rest of the year we'll talk about we can talk about that you know like there's some big question marks but that debut with with um her and kurt angle versus uh triple h and stephanie was really really good and i didn't i honestly didn't see it coming i i, I really thought she was it was going to be it was going to be okay but it kind of stole the show for me um that wrestlemania but then again i, I was very pissed off at that wrestlemania there's so. definitely a pattern though with like these really established stars. I mean, now I'm even thinking this is maybe taking it even further, but it's like Bad Bunny this year at WrestleMania. Like, oh, yeah. In mm-hmm. Someone with a bunch of other people who are really established and who probably respect them enough and like them enough to want them to shine. And it leads to this magic. So I, I agree. So many great comparisons. Great. But I'm glad that there, you brought man. up the, the Rhonda one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Christian Cage is our, our impact champion. Kenny is Sans one belt. Uh, uh, Dante Martin Uh-oh. got a, a great little pop there. Who knows what happens? Cause I, I think he, you said he's, he was on dark a lot there. Yeah, he's been on dark a lot. He's in a tag okay. team. I think it's top flight and they, yeah. uh, I think oh, Peggy Burner has been injured. Okay. So yeah. he's just been doing some single stuff. And I think this was a cool moment to put mm-hmm. him in there and let him show his oh. stuff. But he definitely seems like a guy who, you know, he could get a TNT title shot out of like, I could see that sort of momentum coming out of this, but. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to he's really young. Uh, just, he's only like 20 years old. Yeah, he's super Jeez young. He's Louise. Yeah. He, you could tell. He looks like wow. he looks, he looks like, young. He's, he's a little baby. Like, so, yeah, but, but I, I, mean, I. That's amazing. You know. To, <laughs> like, where yeah. is he going to be in five years? Yeah, really. Who knows? Um, yeah. To jump to just a Christian for a second, I think I've been a little bit disappointed with Christian's run in AEW yeah. so far. It's been a little bit mm-hmm. like, okay, he's having like good matches, but like nothing is like hooking me. And I hope that this is like the start of something that like really gives him some momentum. I like his little like thing with uh, Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus, like with Jurassic Express. I think that that could be fun. I think a cage uh, bad guy run. Uh, mm-hmm. against Jungle Boy could be interesting in the future, but um, I hope this like gives him a little bit of something to like sort of be able to like, I don't know, I feel like he's been spinning his wheels a lot. Maybe he can get some traction moving out of this, so we'll see. Yeah. Right. I'll, and I I'll also, just, I mean yeah. Oh, sorry. Go you going, Matt? No, I, I was just going to even point out like the Matt, the Matt Hardy Christian stuff that was going on, like I I wasn't into that. That is, mm-hmm. I hate the Matt Hardy that, office. That, I hate that it. That felt. I do too, actually. <laughs> it's so. I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know. They've taken these people who like. I love everybody in that stable, and I'm like, I'm not interested at all to see you on TV. <laughs> like, it's like I don't know. 
Yeah. 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 But um, like my only one question is before we move on um, with Kenny. So Kenny has the AW title. The one thing about this, this match, I, I really personally didn't like was they just kept saying the AEW championship is, is the most important. The AEW championship is the most important. Like they said that so many times during that match. I was like, well, dang, just <laughs> crap on TNA. And, yeah. I mean, Impact and, and AAA. Like it, it like that. I didn't, I didn't really like that, but I get it, but it's just kind of weird. So it brings me to my question of like, is this beneficial so T, uh, Impact, I'm so sorry, guys. I keep wanting to call it DNA. Staring at the belt. But like, so the Impact champion, again, is signed to AEW. The, if, if Andrade wins AAA, he's also signed to AEW. So is this, I don't, I don't watch Impact. I, I just don't have the time. There's just too much. How is it, is this helping them at all? I do think so. I think in terms of like AEW is, you know, TNA, when they brought in Hogan, they went, moved to Monday nights, and like we're doing the Monday night war. Like they've tried forever to be, they, they wanted to be what AEW is right it, now and they yeah. never were able to. And I think that's okay for them to be like what they are at the moment of like this, like, you know, they have a presence, I think sort of nationally, but they're not this like huge thing. And to sort of, I think, be attached to AEW and you know, they've had, they've got to have Kenny Omega on their, their, their pay-per-views. Now they, they get to like run some storylines with Christian who, who is embedded in the history of impact and TNA I yeah. think is, is interesting. And eventually at some point, one of their own stars will be Christian. And, and that's a, mo- that's a moment that they can right. take no matter how much they say, you know, on AEW TV, they say we're, we're superior, we're better. And I think they're doing that probably to build to feed into what I assume is the Kenny storyline, which is this is yeah. the belt. It's fine. You took take all those with I don't like what because he's lying. He's like lying. He does care about the other belts. But as long as he has this yeah. one, he can like assure himself that it's fine. Um and so like is it the best? I, I don't know. Let Kenny be the one to say that, I think, and not yeah. maybe your commentators or whatever. But I do think it helps. I do think it helps him. I yeah, I, and I was thinking about uh well really about tna um and impact wrestling like that evolution and what we've seen and that is like honestly i think in retrospect especially it's like one of the most interesting companies because they really did a great job establishing themselves in the 2000s and then they hit that mark i'll never forget january 4th 2010 was the day the monday night war that they had and it was Hogan debuting and all these other people debuting. And that was kind of like, that was actually really interesting. And, and you know what, actually, um, Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, as yeah. generation me were on that show. They were. too. So really interesting. And then it dipped down and then now TNA's or, or impact wrestling is at this point where they're really focused on let's have all these collaborations with different groups. So I think last week we referenced Mickey James and the NWA power show going Mm -hmm. on and they, they've done some cross promotion there. And so it's an interesting strategy, but it should be really interesting to see like how it does help out impact. I, I feel like it's a much more like attractive company than it's been in the past. And, you know, there were a lot of times where people thought that, uh, that impact and TNA in the different incarnations would be dead. So they're still around. <laughs> really surprising right. and impressive and, and arguably at their best. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we also got uh, Britt Baker came out on Dynamite to address her hometown crowd because both Dynamite and Rampage were in uh Britsburg <laughs> or Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania this this week. She gave a really nice uh, promo. Um Guys, I might need one of you to talk about it because as an avid Baltimore Ravens fan, it really, really, I cannot give the city of Pittsburgh props. So, Wait, uh, yellow towel. You don't need to give, <laughs> don't you you don't do that. give Pittsburgh props. The person who deserves all the props in this is Britt Baker, who yes, she is does. establishing yes. herself as an incredible uh, character, professional wrestler. She she has not changed that much in terms of going, she's sort of flip-flopping between being a baby face and a heel. I guess maybe she's yeah. like Christina, right? She um, was fighting Red Velvet. looks like she might be up against, she's fought Nyla Rose. looks like Chris Statlander is probably her next um, opponent. Mm. But like the relationship, even with like Tony Schiavone, who is like, you know, sort of this baby face, you know, this guy that we love, he's always like, you know, ranting against all the, you know, the bad guys who are doing bad things. He hates MGF. Right. And then they hug every time. Like they have this relationship that was like very antagonistic at the beginning. If you remember, like if you remember back to Brit and Tony, but I don't, it's, it's so cool to just see someone like slip into and find who their character is mm-hmm. and then for it to be like so just like well received and like the whole the whole thing it's to be honest it's very adam cole like which i know that they're dating and it's not that she's steal like she is so different than cole but the energy of like m uh dmd and like baby is like very there's like this like synergy that i feel like and it's it's really cool to see and like I have been on here multiple times. The other two times being like, AEW doesn't do enough with their women. I don't think they yeah. do enough with their women. But like, holy cow, Britt Baker is like a superstar. Yeah, she's yeah. stunning. Yeah, she is. Amazing. And the other piece of it too is just talented. Yeah, <laughs> spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is like she I, she's Pittsburgh personified. It yeah. seems yeah. like, or at least that's how they pr- positioned her. Presented, like, I, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and. I all I could think is like what a star because two different nights they put her in that spot where she could just shine and be that star and 
I wonder, like, would WWE do that? I actually, I feel like WWE does, well, one, you know, they do a lot of jobbing. They have in the past done a lot of jobbing out their stars when they're in their hometowns and don't yeah. make a huge deal of it. <laughs> I do kind of wonder if there's a thing within WWE where they kind of want to keep it, like, almost evergreen, where it's like, sure, we're in Pittsburgh, but, like, we're not going to make a big deal of that because the people who are watching globally, like don't care, which I don't think is true. Um, and AW is really embracing the hometown with this. And I hope that they'll keep doing this because like the fans care. I, uh-huh. it, it would obviously be a different experience at the show. If, you know, Brit just kind of comes out and does her thing and maybe doesn't cut the very Pittsburgh promo and doesn't wear the Pittsburgh gear and doesn't win and defend the championship in the main event and all that stuff. And it's just like, I I loved it. And I love what, you know, we give credit to Brit for this, but also I'd give so much credit to, to AEW for like putting her in this spot twice in one week. And I hope they do more of it. Yeah, and and I mean WWE always has the opposite, right? They'll tell you that the they'll tell you that the the wrestler is from there, but more than likely you're like, oh man, they're about to lose. Like yeah, that's become yeah. the thing with them. It's like they overcorrected yeah. to like, oh, like I remember. Oh, I will never forget Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. Sasha versus uh, Charlotte in Boston, Boston, yeah. and her losing. It like <laughs> it it shakes me to my core. I hate it. I hate it. And they do that every time, you know, Bailey's from San Jose. Like, you know where these people are from because they'll tell you um, just because just so they can get uh, cheap heel heat to get beat. So, I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like, it. you know, I think about the Dante Martin thing. I think about the session or the um, the Britt Baker like promo and then the match. I do feel like there's a like, fundamental difference in terms of trying to build stars that WWE wants their stars to be WWE superstars that you are part right. of the brand that when you leave like you know look at all these releases that they've had including people that a lot of people think is like they've been wasted but it's like i don't know as long as they are wwe forever they can you know fill their card with whoever and they'll be successful is a little bit how i feel and i just feel like aw has i don't know i think they've done a good job at like you know when Britt baker comes out it's the Britt baker show it's not yeah you know, it feels yeah. It, it, you know more so sometimes it feels like okay I'm, this is aew dynamite where it's like like this wwe superstar is you know whatever so i don't know I it's a difference there, I, I i you know I, there's a lot of stuff on w and i think wwe has made much many more stars than people will give them credit for um yeah you know, totally. look at roman reigns you look at what the, the the reactions that john cena gets when he returns now for as much as people like boot him but um i don't know i just thought i think the stuff with brit is really good yep and she went yeah. on to uh win against red velvet on rampage in the first ever um main event which was a women's main event in R- rampage and she won it was great 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 um yeah. So good for Britt Baker. Like I, I really do like her. I, I'm rooting. I'm cheering for her. We need more women on these multiple shows. Hopefully, we get more and more. Um, now that they're getting, they're getting more televised shows. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching the YouTube, um, if you're watching YouTube, Matt is showing a clip of Britt Baker, uh, doing the lockdown uh, on Chris, uh, Red Velvet. Chris Statlander looks like to be set up as the new number one contender, had a really good match with Nyla Rose um, last mm. week. I was surprised to see her win, and she pulled out this really cool 450. Um, so I'm excited to see that, and at the end of the match, they had Jamie Hayter, who's been around, done some, I think, NXT stuff, was on some AW stuff, but his return is sort of what seems to be 
Ritz lackey in a sense. So, I mean, they're, they're yeah. doing some stuff, mm-hmm. maybe not as much as I'd like, but that was, that was just strange to me. Of yeah, it was a weird ending. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird ending. yeah. She just came out and they came out of nowhere. It was I looked yeah. at, there was a second where I was like, because I had it on, I was doing something else. I knew I was going to rewatch that, but I had it on mute and I was like, is that Becky Lynch? And then I was like, well, nope, it's not Becky Lynch. <laughs> it's, it's somebody like totally different. And then I was like, I don't even know who that person like really is. Like, and then I like looked at yes. her and I was like, oh, she's been in stuff and she has a reputation. But I was like, that's how they're going to end the first rampage. Yeah, like, okay, all right. Know. Yeah, very, yeah. very, yeah, confusing. I saw there. some theories that Rampage, with its time slot, that they might always do the big match first. And so even though the Britt Baker match is the main event, having a 10 o'clock time slot, you want to like, it's like, come tune in right at 10 o'clock and watch yeah. Christian Cage versus Kenny Mega. And that could be a pattern mm. that they keep, mm. but like the big thing goes on first because to, to get you to tune in. But we'll see. Not surprised at that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, like though. in general, just like to, comment on this again like they do a good job they have there's a lot of long-term storytelling where like in one sense you're like oh man like i wanted page to have his championship match at all out but i'm not getting that yet but i know i'm gonna get it but i'm but like i'm not getting it yet so that's like the downer but then the the other thing that they balance that out with that long-term storytelling is like these great moments that just make people feel good like i feel like maybe it's that simple like aw loves to make their fans feel good is the vibe that i'm that i've been getting because i've been feeling good like like, this is all really positive so i wish Mm -hmm. wwe wanted to like make their (laughs) the fans make us feel good but we'll Mm -hmm. we'll get to that we'll get to that um okay so next we had uh chris jericho's fourth labor we didn't talk about it last week but uh his third labor last week was he had to uh, go over on uh juventude guerrera i can never say it yeah juvie yeah so uh and the the whole stipulation was do a maneuver from the top row <laughs> so uh jericho hit him uh a juice effect from the top rope uh uh one uh MJF a Wardlow came out beat up Jericho MJF announced that it would be Jericho versus Wardlow for the fourth labor and that MJF was the what was MJF role in it like the he was uh, like the enforcer enforcer yeah 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 cuz i remember he he announced last week last week uh, yeah when, after, you know when he announced the fourth labor he announced and i'm going to be there other so it yeah. seems like there's a little bit of like desperation where he's like i need to be more hands on with this because yeah. these labors are not going well but then again someone should tell mjf this is pro wrestling we have to we're going to get the match i know M- mj that's what I'm that's- I have to say, so the Wardlow match, you know, it was a it was a decent enough match. You know, I don't it you know, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty mm-hmm. astonishing that they've been able to build like five weeks worth of Chris Jericho matches in 2021 to be like, you know, pretty entertaining. I'll yeah. give them credit because uh, Jericho, you know, he's great. One of the, the best of all time. But, you know, he is he's getting up there. Um, <laughs> I will say the Wardlow match. Fine. I like that Jericho had to cheat to beat Wardlow. I think that like protects Wardlow a little bit. But my gosh, to say we knew it was coming. We knew the MJF match was coming. But for him to say you can't use the Judas effect and also yeah. you can't have your music uh, is yeah. so brilliant. Because what's going to happen next week is. is Jericho's going to come out and everybody's going to start singing his freaking song. And it's going to be incredible. Like they'll yeah. sing him to the ring. And it's like, 
wow like to have this little we jericho's like mj after like you can't even have your music and it's like yeah they sing along with the music like uh, you know i'll suspend my disbelief that mjf doesn't know what's happening but like it's gonna be a cool moment i'm very i love like, it just, yeah an entrance is gonna get me like super excited next week i'm excited because i like picture the experience being in person and yeah just because it's not gonna be like okay chris jericho's coming out we're singing the judas effect or judas the song judas Judas, Um, there are gonna be so many they're just gonna be singing that all night i think like maybe before the show starts just to warm up their vocal cords someone's gonna pass sheet music and lyrics my wonder is how they're gonna get all on the same page like how they're gonna know they all need to start it is he gonna like i don't know they need to like sort of give some cue i imagine because my worst fear is that it will be really they think it's gonna be really cool and then it's like everybody's at different it's like around sections that always happens oh my god like every wrestling show you go to stuff like that always happens the audience can never get on one accord so yeah who knows he sing it is he allowed to sing the song <laughs> i don't know i don't know sammy used to sing his entrance music right they could have sammy start it and then everybody else starts singing it yeah so i guess we'll i guess we'll see that should be fun like you guys said finally we're gonna get this match do you think mjf ends up winning or do you think chris jericho wins I, i'll even like grace i'm excited to hear your thoughts on this but i kind of like for um, does it matter? Like this whole thing, it feels like the journey has been more. The journey has been like more dramatic than the destination. destination. It's like, but I mean, what? Yeah, crazy. I personally, I w- I want MJF to win just because, like, yeah. I like MJF. Yeah, I mean, I, I do too. Yeah, I, I mean, MJF could certainly use a win much more than Jericho could use a win. On the other yeah. hand, I know that like Jericho just had like four weeks of getting one up on MJF basically because he's like overcome each labor. But also like right. the last time those two like like MJF literally threw him off the off the cage at uh, oh, right. Blood and Guts or whatever. So I do feel like the story is probably Jericho getting this moment, um, and MJF can weasel off and you know end up wherever he's going to end up next. Whoever he's I really hope this is the end. I, I I could see them doing one more pinnacle inner circle thing because like we still have. I mean, there was a big fight at the end uh, of the show. We still have um, F, FTR and um, and uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, 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 yeah, Pride and Powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they are still you know seemingly have a match coming up. But wait, have they picked a name in AEW? Is it they, Prime and Powerful? I think they're like Sin Energies and they also, they're like for a while they were Prime and Powerful. It's a kind of a bad name, but that's their entrance music too. Uh, uh-huh. but I just have I to stop myself from calling them LAX. I know, I know. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I, I sort of hope that like, you know, if they each sort of have one more blow off match between the little rivalries that's happening that we don't need another big one. Like they already did Blood and Guts, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Hard to believe this has gone on for this. For this long, yeah. yeah. Uh, and because you kind of you want to see them move on and interact with the rest of the the roster um so yeah i I, like i said i hope mjf wins i hope all of this was just like a softening jericho up and (laughs) mjf does end up getting the last laugh yeah um but that's just my my personal opinion because you know i've i've said it on this podcast so many times i i I do appreciate when um, the older stars try and, you know, get the younger ones over um, more than anything. Uh, MJF doesn't really need it because he's he's a, he's over as well. But I just I just think it would be so funny. Like and then we get to hear MJF talk about how he beat Jericho over and over and over and over and over and over again. 
to more. So I'm good. I mean, that's just me. But I think either way, like Matt said, it's kind of the the destination here and not the the journey uh, mm-hmm. for this storyline. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got to go into our final um, AEW storyline we're going to cover. Malachi Black. Uh, so this week he just had his promo, but we want to go back to last week because we, we, again, we had to cut a lot of stuff out. And we're so glad that we have Grace here to really, really go in depth on AEW. So last week, Malachi Black made his in ring debut against Cody. Of course, the tensions had been building up for a few weeks and they finally went, went toe to toe last week. First of all, we got to talk about his, his entrance, his first AEW entrance. I mean, it was great, but it's so hard to really outdo his first NXT, the NXT entrance, and then the song Evil. Like I loved, uh, I loved his entrance so much yeah. in NXT. So this one, you know, I, I just, I just, I just mourn his original one. But this wasn't bad. This is definitely better than what he had, like. And wrong, this, so. I I love his look. I love yeah. oh, I love the purple amazing. face paint. I like the yeah. like hood that has like horns on it. Yeah, like I think it's really ears. Yeah, I yeah. think it's really cool. And I think that like it seemed like he had some plans. I think when he right before he was released that you know it seemed like he was going to do some, some exactly. stuff with Owens. And it feels mm-hmm. like this is a little bit. This like, is it. I, mm-hmm. I've joked a little bit that like I think that sometimes people leave WWE and it's like well oh, so much wasted talent. And then I give a lot of credit to WWE for like knowing who they have on their roster. And there right. are a few examples of where you're like, like Miro, I think before he started to like break out into this, like God's favorite champion or whatever, I was like, mm-hmm. this is what we like want. This is a guy we like thought was like being, I was like, this is not that good. And I think Miro's really stepped <laughs> into his own. He's but like, he, people, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes people leave and then you're like, yeah, I see like Damien Sandow is someone who I think people were like, he has so much potential. And then he's kind of like been around and he's like funny, but he's not this like superstar. I think that people like make him out to be. Thought, yeah. But yeah. I do think that like Malachi back, like you look at what he, just the way his brain, I think is working and thinking about what his character is and who he is. I really like this character. I think he's, yeah, it's so cool. And the, it I is love so the cool. eye. I'm no, I think gives me every like, time. Yeah. The, the black eye. Yeah, the, the that should be his finisher, by the way. The like white, the black, the black, black eye. White. I mean, he that's what he'd be given. Yeah, that's what he gives people when he Yeah. So I did again, I just I I loved I just loved his song, you know, back in NXT. Yeah. I would I just remember I like shouting it out and yelling, but that was an actual like artist. Those were actual artists. Yeah, that he could he might be able to get it at some point. Um Yeah. I, I will say we're not going to talk about Paul White, but like, did they ever nail mm-hmm. getting the like essence of the big show's theme? Oh my god! Uh, it's like yeah. basically it's the well. exact, it's like, yeah, it's like not the big show theme, but it's like enough that you're yes. like, oh, that's the big show. Yeah, because <laughs> um, that was one of the clips I was watching and I was packing, and I heard I was like, well, and I was like, wait a minute. Okay, also, <laughs> while we're on this tangent, I, we don't need to talk about QT Marshall, but QT Marshall picking on Tony Schiavone's adult son is hilarious. Uh, it's so funny. Kid? It's so funny. This guy is like probably like 30. He has a big beard. I guess he wants to be yes. a wrestler. But for him to be like, I'm going to beat up your adult son and punch him in the gut is like, yeah. it's hilarious to me. It's so weird. Crazy. It's like a bully, but he's like not bully. He's like literally picking on someone his own size. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, anyway, Malachi yeah, yeah, yeah. is amazing. I love the match with Cody. I mean, I see on the internet a lot. There's this thing about like, I think people at the beginning of AEW were like, how come the like all the elite guys are not like 
putting themselves over. Like they are the stars here. Like they they were losing a lot. And Cody was the one who was like not doing that. And now I think that they're like, they are doing it like to the, to an immense degree, the Kenny Omega and the Bucks are like, you know, they are, yeah. they get, they go over a lot. And it's funny because now people are like, Oh, they push themselves too much. It's like, they're never going to win. Cody has just had this interesting thing, right? Since he gave up the title shot to lose MJF, he has not been able to like be around there. And he's had these like matches with, um, he had it with Brody and he had it, you know, um, uh, Darby, he put over Darby. And so now he had this match with Malachi Black where he like put him over, except that in the end, he like gets up from his, the beat down that he's been like, he okay. lost handedly. And then he gives this like speech. I wish they drew it out a week. I wish that he like had been knocked yeah. out. He comes out this week and is like, that I, you know, gives the rousing speech. Yeah, like, this is what yeah. you mean to me. I'm done. He like, you know, has his boots or whatever, puts him down and then Black like hits him. Cause I just feel like it undermined the, what black did i Just think did, last week yeah mm-hmm. to like immediately get up and i know he like was like woozy or whatever but it's like you're gonna give this like rousing speech every just got your like butt kicked i, I don't know i you know yeah but yeah i agree I with think, that yeah and i think the the thing i would add to that that you're making me think of grace is that there's so much to be said just for time and i'm sure there's some mm. like wise quotes about like how your time and attention like and even like people talk about like where you spend your money, like that shows what you care about, You're, where you spend your time, that shows what you care about. Well, this is one of the situations where it's just like give the Bucks and Kenny and Cody like a little less time and then use that time, like give that time to other people to build them. That's the that's the part that kind of that I don't love. It's just that there's a little bit too much of them. And then we don't see some of the stars that I'm sure that we would love to see. Like I would, I'm, I'm a Sunny Kiss fan, but like, mm-hmm, but true. like tentatively because we haven't gotten like anything really that's like, oh, I could really truly root for this guy in character, I mean, or in the product. Yeah. The only thing I disagree yeah. about the Bucks and Omega is that they're supposed to be such jerks that like it, when they lose uh, yeah. it will be worth it for them to like hog the screen time i think it's like playing into exactly but, the perfect yeah. thing about it. but cody is the good guy like oh, he's supposed yeah. to be the good guy here like i hated the anthony gogo setup yeah i'm an yeah. american like stuff like you look at like what ogoga does in his like life he's like quite a hero actually <laughs> really good dude uh and then so like I don't know. It's just the Cody stuff feels, I, I don't want him to feel like Triple H. And I feel like I keep mm-hmm. trying to be like, he's not early 2000s Triple H. And then he like gets up at the end of being knocked out and is like, mm-hmm. AEW, whatever. And I'm like, oh, yes. Like, like, okay. And I'm like, right. I really want to defend you, man. Like, just like give it some time, give it some space, let the story breathe. You don't need to like get up. And give yeah, so he, now. Said, he said we're not an alternative anymore. We're competition. And yeah, was, you know, but I'm like, sorry. Sledgehammer I, on the throne. It's like, come on, Cody. Like, just I, like, I was really like, this is like a circle joke, jerk right now. Like, uh, honestly, yeah. I was. Uh, <laughs> it really was. I was just like, I uh, get it, but we are just pandering here. Yeah. And again, I, I don't know. I, I, I got, I got it. I think he is supposed to be going away, right, because of his his daughter and all of that yeah i don't know his baby was Maybe. born in june so like I, I, he could he could be now going away and spending time now that maybe she's been i don't know um, i don't know i wouldn't well, mind a little give him a little break i think this is a thing we see a lot where like again time let things breathe so like let him go away and so when he comes back it's 
a, a cool thing. Yeah. We did get a question from Mike Edwards last week about this, so we'll, we'll read it here. Did you buy Cody's retirement at all? How long is he out? Does he just turn around and face black again at all out? Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, will I, he just turn around and face black at all out? Uh, I think my I my know. best response to that is I bought Mark Henry's retirement in the same suit. <laughs> but, so you can't answer this question. <laughs> so that well, I mean, no, 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 that was really well done. This was not that. Like yeah, this was, is, yeah. obviously Cody wasn't was retiring, retiring. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, stepping away for a little bit, which I feel. I mean, which very well might happen question mark kind of mm-hmm. i don't know so I, yeah, he's yeah. clearly not retiring, I retiring. Re- yeah right i wouldn't mind like um malachi black mentioned the word god in his promo which makes me yeah. think "Ooh, are they going miro malachi black oh. uh god's favorite champion and uh then now Al- malachi-, malachi black is calling himself god basically um I think that could be interesting. It's an interesting story. I, I, I don't want Cody to come. So this was the, the Brody Lee thing where, yeah, Brody like demolished Cody and beat him. And then it was like, what, like a month, less than a month later that Cody comes back and gets his win back. To me, I would like mm-hmm. to see build Malachi as like, I know Cody's the good guy, but like make him a little bit afraid of fighting Malachi Black. Like, you know, again, yeah. Let him yeah, like, yeah. Spit, like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to fight him. He's going to knock me out again, you know, like a look, like not that clear. I think give him some space, build up Malachi as this guy, and then eventually down the road, you can have Cody, you know, whatever way he needs to find the nerve, uh, you know, to fight Black. But I don't think we need it right away because I, I just worry that Cody gets his win back and it sucks a lot of the air out of. Out of Malachi Black. And All Out is in what, three weeks? Yeah, or so? September 5th, yeah, I think. 5th, yeah, yeah the weeks. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I think that's too I soon. I think that's, that's too soon. That definitely seems yeah. too soon. Totally. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's it for our highlights on AEW. Um, again, all the highlights, clips, the playlist can be found in our show notes and our show descriptions below. And uh, let's move on. Okay, so my favorite show, wow. unabashedly. So, like, it's, it's uh, I'm not gonna lie to the people. I gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> you don't have to um, lie. <laughs> lie to the people. I've been lying this whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know what wrestling is. I've never I watched a second of wrestling in my is. life. I read all the things I'm saying. I'm reading directly from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything um, from Facebook comments from yeah, Facebook, um, not the Facebook, not the Facebook comments. Um, SmackDown. I'll try to in a Facebook comment during this next, and you see if you can find it. <laughs> you <can> tell. <laughs> is it Grace or is it a Facebook? Comment? <laughs> it's both. It was Grace's Facebook comment. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's just me coming. It was me all along, Austin. Um, so. <laughs> We gotta get to SmackDown, and of course, we're gonna start with the uh, Bianca and Sasha contract signing. You love a good contract signing. <laughs> I love a contract signing, and I love when it's legally sound. Um, yes, all this the lawyers and attorneys <laughs> and legal assistants, and um, just really um, just people who like to sue people. I'm I'm here for you because I want to make sure that you're represented on WWE TV, and. 
yeah, we got the contract signing. And I think yes. it was legally sound, pretty much. They yeah, did sign so the contract. We get Sonya Deville in there in, a, in her authority figure role, announcing the match. Very, very good announcement there. Um, asking them to come down to the ring. Uh, we, we get Sasha first. God damn it, Sasha Banks. Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Why do... Between Sasha, Bianca, Sonia, and then even when uh, Zelina and Carmella came out, I was like, this is just too much. You, you know, I don't like to talk about the women, you know, but like like this, but they were gorgeous, man. These were some gorgeous women. Don't objectify who, them. I, I can't, I can't, I can't help it. When when it's that much in the ring, like it doesn't matter like how you feel. Like that they just all look so great. Yeah. Sonia Deville did a great job. I love how Pat McAfee. On the on the booth here, he's really good. Amazing. He's like, oh, contract signings always <laughs> go well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get um we get uh Bianca and, and Sasha. Their back and forth is so good. This is I I feel like this is what people wanted leading up to WrestleMania. You know, people kept saying like the feud isn't hot enough. It doesn't warrant the main event. To me, this is them. This is the hotness. This is what they have now. Sasha's come back with a vengeance. She's come back like what's more diabolical than like long black gloves? <laughs> like long black just, gloves. Like long <laughs> black. Lo- I thought you said That's black love, and I was like, black love is not diabolical. <laughs> no, oh my god, Matt. Long black gloves. I, I couldn't tell if they had like the fingernails attached to them, but like just so diabolical. Uh, Sasha's, you know, she brought back her old music. Remember, people got really hyped for the for the two hours that she was a, a face when she yeah. first came back and she had her original music. Uh, she, she has her, her heel music back and this contract signing was just good. They were going back and forth, dropping jabs. I love Bianca here because this is how I love my baby face champions books. Bianca is like, I'm not afraid. Like all you had to do was ask. We can do it. Um, and then like I, like I said, Sasha was about to sign, but she called Carmella and Zelina as her witnesses, which again, Pat Ooh. McAfee on the call. Yeah. <laughs> he said oh wit- witnesses there's like thousands of people <laughs> it's like thank you for pointing out the obvious i needed that, that. i needed that because you know i would have gone on and on about that on this podcast so thank you pat mcafee and they and speaking of looking great, i feel mm-hmm. like you know when this is one of my one of the things that i love i love when like outfits fit together so mm-hmm. i felt like carmella showed up in her outfit with like the sparkles and then zelina showed up in her black outfit and they were like okay let's switch like switch tops or switch buttons. yeah like, switch one out yeah. and they they that literally i if that didn't happen they I, they should just they could be a tag team now i almost thought they do love I, yeah i yeah. love tag t- a tag team who wears matching gear but not the same gear Exactly. So I very much feel this, yes. There's like, but the, where like one actually, this is also a thing that bothers me. Like when I'm out and I see a couple, and it's like you should be wearing their <laughs> shirt and you should be wearing their pants. Like let's, it's, it, but it's great. It worked. That's you exactly tell them? Do they often here. swap? I do. do actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for me, just for like my um my OC, like uh, slight slight OCD tendencies, I guess. I, that's it. I, I do. I to talk about Pat McAfee. I think he's really great. I like the like you know what are we doing here? Like you know self referential. It's great. Like this thing. Yeah. And I think like there was a while there where I thought a lot of like 
WWE bad guys were often saying like the truth. And to me, it's like, no, let mm-hmm. them have these like beliefs that like are not true and then have someone eventually call them out on it. Right. Like that's right. the reason they're yeah. a bad guy. And I do yeah. love this. Like, he's like, she's like, yeah, I have to have my witnesses. I feel like, you know, years ago, they'd be like, yeah, like, yeah, she needs her witnesses. And like, it's like, witnesses, no, yeah. there are thousands of people in the arena. Like, I think it's great. He's really good. Yes, it was yeah, so it was really good. Yeah, so much good logic there. Um, And it just like most contract signings do. <laughs> it really dissolved into chaos. But I loved again, I, I just love the acting here kind of from Bianca, because before she um before she signs the paper, she's kind of like looking back and forth. She's like, oh, hell, <laughs> like she knows, like no, she knows no. what's about to happen. She's like, why did I just zoom into this one? Like, yes, this could have been an email. Or email, like, hey, yeah. it could have been like, just sign so on mean, a dope sign. and you're good. Yes, DocuSign here. DocuSign. sign. She's looking back and forth, and she's like, "Okay." She signs the contract, throws the contract in Sasha's face. You know, goes after Zelina, uh, hits Carmella. She clears the ring for just two seconds before uh, uh, Sasha gets the upper hand. Her and Zelina and Carmella start to beat up on Bianca, and it was just like I was like, "No!" It's just like one of those moments where the good guy is getting beat up. And I, I was really like, can somebody in the back come out? Who's going to help Bianca? Like, it was just, it was so good. It was so well executed. Um, if you're watching our YouTube, you'll see um, Sasha executed a backstabber, then did a bank statement on the contract uh, table using Bianca's hair and just looking Dude. just so devious and, 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 it was good. It was great. And we have uh, Sasha standing over Bianca holding the title. Uh, uh, just a great segment segment yeah. here. It, re- it really was. Um, and I'm really hoping we have like one more week. We have one more week. So again, I would love if like Naomi and Liv come to help Bianca. That oh. could be a great way to kind of segue, mm. like get them mm. on like um, if they're still good guys. I think, you know, they're I, still good guys. Yeah. And then Segue you, into a three on three. What? I would. I mean, you would. That'd hope. be amazing, right? Yeah, but then uh, now I'm like, wait, what happened to Liv Morgan? Where's she been? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Where's we Naomi? might just we might just get uh, Bianca versus one of them, but the rest of them next week. But yeah, yeah, I do think. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't always love like yeah, all the good guys get together, all the bad guys, you know, get together. Yeah. But, you know, and especially yeah. Bianca being the champ, it's like yeah, you know, people, you know. Okay. You know, yeah, nobody whatever. wants to help the champ. Yeah, right. But you know, if you just do that and let Sasha become the champ, then like you know. Anyway, um, no, it's a really fun segment. It's really good. I wonder. I, I'm intrigued by like what happens at SummerSlam. Me who, too. who walks home? I, I don't. I really don't yeah, know. I, I don't. No again, clue. it was. I felt the same way at WrestleMania. I was like, I could see either of them winning. I do mm-hmm. think that like whichever one of them remains the champ. I think the other. There's rumors of a. Has it been confirmed? There's a draft in the fall. Uh, September, yeah, October. I, I don't yeah. know if it's been confirmed, it's but it's still the rumors, definitely very heavy rumors that, like, I think it was supposed to be um, right after SummerSlam, and then now it's they're saying early October. But right. WWE is not going to tell us anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think like there's so it doesn't. I'm not bored of this. I don't think I'll be like not bored of it after. SummerSlam, I get worried about like pushing it into the fall of like, I guess they've already done Hell in a Cell this year, right? So I guess they, they're not going to like, you know, mm. I don't know what they have planned for the fall in terms of what. That's um, so true. 
stipulation pay-per-views they're going to have or whatever. But I do think like it might yeah. make sense to, this is a thing I learned at summer camp is like when the kids are enjoying a game, you, you, you pull it, you <laughs> stop the game at the, at the moment they're having the most fun so that that game isn't ruined for you. It's like, Oh, we've played that uh, game a million times. And I, I, don't I, know I, that. Sort of feel <laughs> like, I think that's how it works. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> No, a hundred percent. It is. If you, if, if you have this like thing, if you have this game in your pocket that you like, you, you, the, the people like, you, Feel you don't stop right at the moment, but like don't over <laughs> that they play it for two hours and they never want to play it ever again. You like, uh, it is, a, it is so evil. funny. It is a real That's thing. Evil. Right. But I just, yeah, in this moment of like, there's so much there. No, but they'll get to do it again. It's just that they don't need to do it right now. Are you uh, sure? Yeah. It, it, I think we don't, move them away for a little bit, and then, and then lots of traumatic memories of right, having say, games taken like away. Snatch it! No, 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 no! You just stop it. In the midst of the fun, like just and then you have something yoke. else that's fun to do. You know? So, yeah, I, I this is right. this is gonna be interesting. I don't. I don't know if you're trying to suggest one of them would get drafted away from their brand. I really hope not, because oh. it really feels like they just. You know, Bianca just got to SmackDown. It feels like she just hit her stride. I don't think Fox is giving up Sasha anytime soon because the ratings mm. went right back up past two million when she came back. So, um, and right now it seems like WWE is more gearing more towards trying to keep Fox happy. So, and Raw is boring as well. You got to. Oh my God, Raw is hot, hot garbage. So mm. I, yeah. So that's why I don't wish anybody to go uh, to Raw. I hope all my favorites come it's to SmackDown so that I can watch the bare minimum of the Raw. Um. So, so I don't know. I don't know how we do this, but I think Zelina and Carmella being with Sasha. Instantly, it instantly does elevate their profiles in a way because right. before Sasha came back, we were talking about how SmackDown had no really good, like no, um, they didn't have built up heel heel uh, women, and so we had Carmella first come and lay the groundwork, and then we had Zelina, and then Sasha comes, and now three three of them they look very badass together, and it it all it does is raises their profile. So then now we can get the baby face, and this is what I mean. Like maybe they don't have to be inserted into this storyline specifically, mm-hmm. but then we can get the baby face, we can get Liv Morgan, and get Naomi in here um, to start building some goodwill and stuff. Um, maybe maybe we get Naomi versus Sasha. <sighs> Give me a badass women in the stable though, right? Like when is yeah, the, what is be. the last one we've like had? I'm struggling to think of like they tried to do that thing when like they sort of called up the yeah. women. They were oh, doing, yeah, they were all yeah. these in like PCB separate things, but none of it yeah, but bad. none of it really worked. But like yeah, give me like a badass uh women's stable. I, I yeah. think like Stasha, Zelina, and Carmela is an interesting powerhouse trio that could like, you know. Runs yeah. down for a bit. Or at least last week we had a question like, about um maybe yeah. putting Naomi with Tamina since Natalia may be out for a while. Yeah. yeah. And maybe them be the tag tag team, but I, but Tamina and Natalia were bad guys basically. I, when they, uh, uh, I just get I, just, I, like, I get so disappointed though. Like I don't I don't uh, I don't love to like think about these ideas for Naomi because then when WWE doesn't do them, I'm just right. disappointed. You're so pessimistic. Um, so when it comes to Naomi, when it comes to Naomi, yeah, you're always putting out the great ideas, and then WWE and Vince is like, "Oh, Mari said it. Well, can't do Let's that." Let's do now. the opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But so this be, one, I, I, I do think it could be good to have like at least the tag team because we also have talked about women's tag teams and they're not yeah and how so like there's the none. Carmella yeah. Zelina Car Carlina Carve Car Zelina Melina Melina that low guys versus that's, that's in use right now um. <laughs> yeah so yeah so i i like it i i liked all of this this was really fun contract signings they're just so funny because you know something's gonna happen so that that was that was cool and the last thing i'll say on this too Mm -hmm. is just like bianca didn't need that her braid in her mouth yeah i get i'm is it just me or this year 2021 has been the year of like putting things in people's mouths and beyond the hands and like the oh, that they didn't need it they didn't need yeah the it's funny because like it was a, it's a really goof it looks goofy but because it's bianca it's not goofy that it's oh like, you thought oh, it looked goofy I, I thought it was really does. well executed i thought it, it was really, really well, well executed, executed. yeah I, I was even just mm-hmm. thinking of the the pictures because Sasha loves posting pictures <laughs> of her beatdowns on Bianca on social media. So probably if you oh go my to Sasha's gosh. Instagram, yes, you her Instagram, have her Twitter. Yeah. yeah, she so. she said yummy. <laughs> she said yummy. What was the caption Evil. on the picture? Evil. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Sasha, heal Sasha is is the best Sasha. So it's really good. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got. The face to face with John Cena and Roman Reigns, and this, the clip doesn't do it justice. the The promos back and forth were like twenty minutes, and uh, guys, so I really want y'all opinion on this because there are so many wrestling tropes in these promos. I'm like legit confused on who's gonna win at SummerSlam. <laughs> like, I am confusion because mm. you know normally you, you, we get John Cena promising that he's gonna hit the one two three, promising that Roman Reigns is going to beat him up, promising that he's gonna be the seventeenth. Um, he's gonna get his seventeenth world title, and promising he's gonna run out through the crowd, boy, and the kiss, a la CM Punk. Like baby faces normally don't make promises unless they intend to keep them. But then we also had Roman, uh, doing the heel thing of, "You're great, big and Cena up. That's all well and good. You did this, this, and that, but I'm gonna beat you. You know what I'm saying? Just oh man, this 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 promo the- back and forth, so many layers." It felt backwards to me. It felt a little bit like Cena should be saying what Roman is saying and Roman yeah. should be saying what Cena is saying. Yeah. Bit. And mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I I don't I didn't love the stuff from Cena no. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just think it's a little bit too much. Like this is a problem I actually always have with The Rock which is that he would just degrade his opponent. And this is the thing. Like if you beat a chump, then you beat a chump. And if you lose to a chump, you lost to a chump. So it's like (laughs) build up your opponent. Like, and I think like Paul Heyman is like the master of this, of like, you know, except when he was on the other side of with Roman and like terrified of Roman, but Uh he also had Brock Lesnar. It's like, okay, it'll be, it'll probably be okay. Cause I have Brock. And I just like, I didn't love the stuff from Cena, but you know, we'll see how the match goes. I, I, Really hope Roman wins. Me too. But, you know, if we get to see I'm scared. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did. I, I, the Cena can't hold the title for, it feels like he probably can't hold the title for long. And that's what I like. 
yeah. he becomes a little bit of like this transition champ, but his transition championship is also his 17th championship. Uh, and that's why he said he just run out with it. Like, he's like, I'm ghost. I'm gone. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's a weird comment to make like for John Cena to make like, yeah, like, what? Like, and even when he ended, like, there's there's the comment, like, at SummerSlam, the champ is gone. And that was, like, maybe even his final line of this promo. But it was. Um, it was. It's like, Cena, you're, that's not your line. You're the champ is here. You're here to fight. You show up. You don't run away. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Do we need to, to have a talk? Do we need to show <laughs> you videos of you doing the same thing 10 years ago? Or did you just forget? Or are you departing from your old ways? I, I'm just like, I, I feel bad for him. Well, I like Roman said, his, it's the same thing. thing. It's the, it's been the same thing for 20 years. Well, it's different now. Years. Yeah. He's not, he's trying to run away. He wants to be CM Punk. It's I, I, I definitely agree with you, Grace. Like this was, this was nothing but John Cena just dumping on Roman. It, it's, yeah. but the funny thing about it is, it just doesn't, it doesn't hold weight anymore. Like all of the stuff you're saying about Roman does not hold weight in this current title run position. It just really doesn't. You know, you're trying to, yeah. if you're trying to play to the crowd or what the crowd felt about Roman, that's what they felt. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like even his start, his staunchest like detractors have said that they really like this, this heel run for him. So. It just doesn't, it just logically doesn't really make sense. He's like, oh, they called me back because you're bringing the place down. You're, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, he's not. This has been one of the best storylines in the past year. So mm-hmm. it, it is hard. It, it is hard to get into, but that's what I'm saying. Like those tropes of the baby face making the promises. And I was like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see those 17th world title called saying he's going to be a footnote. It was like it was. He he was. It was very much. And and how did you guys feel about Roman's response? Because Roman just it just paid him dust, basically paid him absolute dust, and just was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat you." Like it was. It was really interesting. They've each done. They've they've each done better, and that's one problem with Cena um, that bothers me. Like he's, it's wild that he only just got back, but he's like constantly overexposed in a way and I, mm. but i guess not i mean we you say it all the time Mari. like not everything's for everyone and i was thinking about yes this, you know like people are still into it and love it but yeah we like the i think there's this thing they keep coming back to like the whole missionary thing and that's like romans like yeah. oh that you're just missionary that's you cena and it's like okay, i'm pretty sure that's Vince. that was funny the first loves times, that yeah <laughs> now it's like okay Brutal. you know so it's uh, like uh, i don't know i i the other thing i was thinking about when you were talking about just the promo is how does wwe like decide how do they come up with this because we mm-hmm. all know what we've seen. We've all been loving Roman. He's, I'm sure he's selling a ton of merch. So obviously he's over and it kind of just feels like they're insulting our intelligence a little but bit. I mean, that's the thing. I don't, yeah. I don't truly think that, uh, they wrote Cena's promo. I think Cena wrote his own <laughs> promo and he clearly doesn't watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> I would agree. I do feel that like actually, that I mean, that like he sounds, had this idea. That sounds right. Of, I, I think he like, that's sort of what Roman was. Before, mm-hmm. before he he turned heel, I think that's he. 
he was kind of this guy that Cena's talking about, but he's not anymore. He's so he's so different. His character is so evolved. And yeah. Cena just it feels like he's missing out. I know we talked about it earlier with like the labors of Jericho. That really felt like that's the you know, it's the journey, not the destination. This really much feels the opposite. This is not the journey. Mm. It's the destination. It's gonna main event WrestleMania. Roman and Cena are gonna have a good match. Like right. oh, you mean SummerSlam? Or SummerSlam, sorry, oh, what did yeah. I say? Uh, yeah. I was like, please, no. Oh, no <laughs> I mean, SummerSlam. They're going to main event. It's going to be a really good match. Yeah. They'll put together this like video package that like frames it exactly how they want it to look, and it will right. be a very good video package. And they'll have this like yeah. really good match. And I, you know, it's like it kind of sucks. Like it feels like, yeah, I think you're right, man. That it feels like a little bit like insulting our intelligence a little bit. Like, yeah, make all I want from wrestling is the story to make sense for me to right. be invested. I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief for stuff that like, you know, as long as there's like a path there and this just mm-hmm. feels like there's not much of a path there. But, yeah. yeah. So, but I think, That was sorry. a great point just to like, just mm-hmm. to stress it like about Cena writing his own promos because mm-hmm. now I'm picturing a world where he says, okay, here's what I should do. And like, no one's, saying to him like no 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 that's the wrong direction like (laughs) right or even it's like we trust you john cena i that to me seems like the most plausible thing of why this doesn't make sense and why it just feels so old and stale but i mean it works for wwe apparently they're happy with it so yeah i don't even think they're mad and you can tell in the promo structure, he kept trying to, he kept was like, one, two, three. Cena's all yeah. about the audience participation. You know, he's like, right. you, he said, you're going to beat my ass. That's what's going to happen. But all I need is a one, two, three. And this is referencing, I mean, even Roman said the little that he did said, he's like, Oh, you're going to, you're going to bury me. I think Roman, what the little bit that Roman said was way more, um, <laughs> was way more in tune with the audience than what, what Cena said. Uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, so Cena kept saying, all I need is a one, two, three. All I need is a one, two, three basically referencing how in some of his early matches they you know the people hated dreaded super cena where he would just take all of this punishment take all of this punishment out of nowhere he hits one attitude adjustment and he's the winner um and he kept stressing that and the more he stressed it i was like i don't want that to happen so if we don't get a match structure where roman beats the ever-loving crap out of him we then get the super senior five uh five moves of doom comeback and then yeah. we we got to get roman kicking out and just beating him you know for the win that's where you go that's how you logically conclude this this um storyline to me that's how you tell an in-ring story as well now will that happen i don't know and that's just my opinion you know that's just what, how i how i would see it that's how i would book it um uh. yeah but I, I, I like we. I think we're all in agreement. I hope we. Are, we're really hoping <laughs> that Roman comes out on top here. I have like a quick theoretical question. Like, how would mm-hmm. AEW approach this? Like, if if this week, if the writers or if the people in charge and management switched, and AEW was booking this segment or even like this lead up to SummerSlam, how do you think it would be different? Like, cause something I wonder, I, I feel like W I don't know. I I'm just like, this is going through my head because I feel like this is a bigger problem with, I know it's a bigger problem with WWE and how they mm-hmm. book things, but um, I just feel like AEW would do so much better with these, these two. I don't know because the AEW, from what I understand, do not have much of a central writing 
thing. They it's kind mm-hmm. of like a most of their most of their talent have creative control. So could you see Roman and, and John Cena like yeah. coming down and, and 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 you know trying to book something really well together you know so this is where one of those times where when you have stars as big as the two of them that having you know maybe a writing you know writers and and go-betweens and like okay how about this how about this you do this how about this you know what i'm saying might be um productive you Mm -hmm. know but i don't i don't know the behind the scenes of AEW. i don't you know yeah you know, I just my the whole thought process is, is if egos get involved, we could see who knows what we could see. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I don't know if it's that much different because they just yeah, they they probably do have a lot of I'm sure they get like the they both have bullet points of like what they're yeah. supposed yeah. to do and they've kind of riffed off that. Exactly. Um, yeah. And and so yeah, it feels like I could see like probably the like analogy that's closest is like you do have Omega being this person who's like you know roman reigns ass he's not the same character but he's a bit right. of like i'm clinging on to power I, mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm in you know whatever like you could i could see where like cody you know if cody was stepping up to him cody is maybe the most john cena ish mm-hmm. person there and i do think it's a little bit of like conflating they're sort of too, I, I i don't know i think it's interesting because like everybody wanted cena to be a bad guy forever his yeah. whole thing in this thing is very bad guy-esque and yet it's it's almost like this is the worst possible time to have Cena be the bad guy because now we love this bad guy Roman. Yeah. And you're setting us up right. for like for Roman to you know, Cena to, I don't know if Cena's gonna get booed at SummerSlam, but like is Roman gonna get cheered? Like I it undermines so much of the like the reason that heel Roman has worked really well is not just that he's really good at it, but you also have to have people that People don't want to, you know, people want to cheer against him. And yeah, so the way exactly. they're just setting up Cena, it's just undermining the good work they've done with That's Roman. That's a great point. To the That's point where I feel point. like SummerSlam could have this weird crowd reaction thing that to yeah. me, I, 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 I don't, yeah. I'm such a like, Cheer the good guy, boo the bad guy. I'm like at yeah. the right. show. I'm like booing the bad guy. So that's, our that's me. I'm like, yeah, it's a boo, Sasha. Boo, boo, yeah, boo, yeah. Sasha. Yeah. Yay, boo, I'm like Sasha. wearing their t-shirt often, and I'm like booing them, but like yeah. I love them. But they're so, the yeah, bad guys. So I'm gonna boo them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, don't look at me. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I a love, great point, Grace. I think yeah. it could be interesting. But yeah. the other thing too is that I I think WWE has been hyping in some of the crowd reactions, and we like we obviously that was the Thunderdome thing. Did yeah. you not hear the Drew like McIntyre thing where there was the John Cena like sixteen time world champion? They they piped in Cena cheers. I don't watch Raw. <laughs> <laughs> the clip went around on Twitter. The clip went around on Twitter. Uh, Much like Roman. I you know you watch Raw. You just like I know, put on I your know. sunglasses or whatever and your trench coat and pretend that you're not. It's not. So, so during Drew McIntyre's entrance, there was a Michael Cole like clip in like mm-hmm. that they like were obviously embedding no like cheering but, uh, but they they forgot to cut out that like michael cole saying like the 16 yeah. time world champion or whatever yeah but mm. yeah they made some mistakes <laughs> with the with piping in the music which is like nothing new and like they've right. done that for decades <laughs> they with should Gold be better Earth. at it at this point with the pandemic era, i mean though. you know sometimes you hit the wrong button and that's that's funny they just do that a lot i guess 
But uh, but yeah, before we move on, and I don't know if you had anything to say about this, uh, Matt, but I, I agree with Grace here because like Rome, the, the reason why this Roman character has been working so much up until this point is because they've been literally putting him up against like some of our faves like Kevin Owens, Edge, Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan, you know what I'm saying? Like really putting him up against people that people want to boo the ever loving crap out of him. So when you do this, I don't want John Cena to win. So just like Grace said, I am not going to react well to John Cena, but you know, you heard the Tulsa crowd, Tulsa crowd uh, did like John Cena. This will be in Vegas. Who knows? But I just, I, I completely agree with that. This, this storyline just, I, I don't like it because I, I don't want John Cena to traipse in here and take, take the belt. Like I don't. Yeah, I I mean, I agree with like everything that both of you have said here, too. And it it'll be I'm really interested now in the crowd reaction and then how much WWE tries to influence that. I I really hate it any time that they pipe in crowd responses, uh, with the exception of the Thunderdome, obviously, just because it's like, don't tell us how we should react. Like, let just like let it happen and take that in and analyze it like if people are cheering roman then embrace that like if people are booing cena let it happen and do something with it but it is kind of infuriating how like you know we like we the wwe said it all throughout the pandemic how important the fans are and i don't think that they really care that much about how we react and what we care about a lot of the time. Mm, yeah. But I mean, maybe that's nothing new. I mean, I think yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I feel like it's case by case basis because I oh, don't think absolutely, absolutely I don't think Bianca Belair would be where she's at if she didn't get the like a lot of the, the love that she gets from a lot I of I agree, the, but the then I look at know? Naomi. I think of Naomi. Yeah, no, so, I you know. <laughs> that is true true. you're right there Uh, yeah yeah so uh this is we'll see (laughs) we shall see it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Seth Rollins versus Edge. This this hype video, yo. This talk about WWE. Their their video package department again. Give them all raises and then double it because that the video package. Seth Rollins attempts to show a video package of why he's better than Edge. It was so fun. It was not only was it funny, but like it it really did like remind me of like how great Edge was. 
but even more so for what was not said because it was like he's like Edge debuted with a few factions and had a modicum of success. A mm-hmm. modicum. Of success. I mean, yeah. It's like you know what? That's a good point. It's like it's like yeah, Edge uh, was the first Money in the Bank winner, yada yada yada. But I did the highs of this. I thought it was I thought it was very I, hilarious. I, I'm way too impressionable, I guess. That's the thing I learned from this because I was like, you know what? That's right. You were in one of the most dominant factions, Seth. And you know, what? I don't forget about Edge cashing in the first time. I only think about you with the running with, down yeah. the mania and getting. Yeah, so yes, I'm, about- I'm, I'm on board. Maybe I'm like, this felt a lot like a political campaign ad. And yes. This also, this also, I swear this had to be edited by the same person who edited the Sami Zayn conspiracy documentary earlier <laughs> this year because it was the same kind of tone and humor and everything. But, yes. Ooh, this was, this was, I, I, I had fun watching it. And, and like, especially in a world where like we get so many hype packages and a lot of them are not interesting or new for us like this was this was really cool mm-hmm. yeah i love the video package i think it's really it was really well done it was really neat of like being able to find these moments that like you can make the argument that seth has you know outdone what edge did i think this is a thing that i sometimes give uh flack to people for is like you know we do you know come on every week and it's like god oh, this was bad but you know there is a full story and i'm excited mm-hmm. you know seth is the bad guy and again He's like making these points that like you could easily see in the video package. Like, yeah, I guess he is right. But I'm waiting. I, I'm waiting for the moment. Hopefully, for Edge to come back and be like, "You missed a bunch of stuff. Like, here's all yes. the stuff you missed, right?" Because like it's not a full picture of like what Edge's career is. That like he was in the Brood. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like okay, whatever. Like I made it on my own. You know, how did you yada yada two Royal Rumble wins? He's like, I mean, sure, yeah. you won the Royal Rumble it's twice. A, you know. <laughs> It was a rumble. There were a lot of people. Anyone could have. I mean, like maybe he had a one in 29 chance. That's not how odds work. But you know, 30, 30, one in 30, one in 30 chance. Uh, look, we're going to stay away from the numbers. But you yeah, know but, what? I yeah, there's all this stuff at, you know, King of the Rings, to, you know, the title. Like, yeah. There's so much stuff that Seth is just like so much glossing over, this, right? That I think will be fun that exactly. Edge can now play with to come back. And I think like. You know, after one week, to me, I was like, oh, you know, it's like Seth is right in this video package, but he's not really right. You know, you think, not at all. Do you think Edge will pull up his Wikipedia page and just <laughs> share that on the Tron and just much like what Grace has been doing all, all session? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grace, no, Grace has been in the Facebook. Facebook. I've been on the Facebook. You're the Facebook, yes. <laughs> all of these takes, all these wonderful takes are straight from WWE Facebook. Which is also horrible, by the way. Yeah, All of Facebook groups are horrible. I don't. <laughs> Not John has a squad. Burn the whole site. Uh, true. This is true. This is true. Love y'all. John has a squad. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, what did you guys also think about? Then um, we get Seth Rollins uh, just basically saying, you should thank me. <laughs> Because uh, if I had stomped your head into the mat seven years ago, then you wouldn't have gotten, you know, th- what is that suit? Oh my god, I just got distracted. The suits, the set suits are incredible. The suits. It's like a 
Look at that. That's like somebody's couch. Oh my gosh. If you're not, if you're not watching us on YouTube, you're only getting half the story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just promising like he is, he is, yeah. he will not hesitate to cripple Edge. And it just brought Edge's family into it too, saying like your girls would be pushing you around in a wheelchair. Oh, that was just brutal. So brutal. So I mean, this is, this was, this was you. Seth making sure that all of us wanted to punch him in the face. Like I want I want Becky to come back here. I want Becky to come back as like evil Becky runs in, beats up Seth and get dispatches him because he's useless. And then Becky's the one taking on edge at SummerSlam. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I don't know, I was like, sure. I mean, <laughs> Other than that, I really like this. I, I just thought it was really like, good. it made it feel like a blood feud. It, it, it makes sense. And then it does, it did, it did give it like a, a, a big fight feel, more of a big fight feel between two of arguably like the greatest, you know, WWE wrestlers ever. So I'm, I'm definitely, it, this got me hyped. It really does. Those, those video packages really do a great job to get you hyped for like a match, you know? It's so it's just so rare that WWE like pulls that much into their like history and continuity, yes. and yes. they're just like I think for a lot of us have been like uh, thinking like when Edge returned, there's like oh he like that was like one like very comic book villainy when he was like standing on Edge's neck being like yes. I will and, and like now that Edge is back like something we didn't think was going to happen they're like referencing that they're referencing like Edge and Brood like it's like it's all really good stuff that like there's so much history here that like doesn't even it doesn't feel manufactured it's like. Here it is. Exactly. Here, here's the here's the plate. You know, it's good. That's exactly it. It doesn't yeah. feel like the storyline is being manufactured or, or fed to us. It's like they're they're like like drawing on historical t- context, yeah, and it just, just helps so much. It's good. Mm-hmm. So we also got King Nakamura. Uh, he's the new <laughs> Intercontinental Champion from Apollo Cruz. It's just like, oh, okay. All right, I'm cool. I love this. I mean, it, sure, came out of nowhere here. Um, the biggest thing I liked afterwards was uh, Rick Boogs uh, playing his song out on the desk with McAvee on the desk. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Oh my, actually, my favorite. Oh my god, I love this. My favorite part of this was the fact that Pat McAfee, you know, he's wearing his suit jacket <laughs> and then. <laughs> takes it off and he's just sleeveless like rocking out he needs to leave the announce desk and just like go you know what he could do it all he could have multiple jobs just yeah i want him i want him with this group with not with king nakamura sorry Mm -hmm. show respect and with boogs because what how amazing what what an amazing uh person i don't know where they found pat mcafee i kind of do actually but i'm glad that he's here now me too. Michael Cole has like oh, said really that like he that. credits McAfee with feeling like he's been really rejuvenated. Um, wow. Yeah, back, so yeah, it's cool. It re- and it really does feel like it because it's and they're back to it's just the two of them, right? It's a two man booth. Yeah, right. So and yeah. that's and that, that was another thing I was I wanted to say about Rampage. Why was there four people? Oh, too much. I thought they were when they announced the four man booth. I thought they were going to like maybe Mark Henry and Chris Jericho like rotate in and out, but no, it's just four people. It's too way too much. I don't love Jericho in commentary. No, apparently I don't love Jericho in commentary. I think that he is is a bit not doesn't jive well. But 
Whatever. It was so awkward. I I I just assumed that it was going to be like for the first show. So it's on. I don't feel like it's a great learning environment for Mark Henry, who I thought was a little bit stilted. It was a little bit rough yeah. for Mark Henry. Yeah. And I don't. I think that just like being on a four man booth is not will not work for him. But yeah, for any. I don't know if that's putting anybody in a great position. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't four yeah. people trying to call a match like a, a like you mm-hmm. said grace there's like a lot of times where people were trying to call the moves but <laughs> the move had already happened like 20 seconds you know yeah. late later they're calling it too late or, or because they're talking it was just too much but anyways yeah so we, we got pat mcafee michael cole that the the smackdown announced booth is on point mm-hmm. um him He's been doing like a McAfee minute or something like in between like commercial breaks and they put it on the mm-hmm. uh, the YouTube as an exclusive and it's been really funny. Um, just him. He, and he Each week he's talking to the crowd, t- something different. Um, but this was good. I, I So I'm a little, we got this title switch uh, a week, eight days before SummerSlam. Is, just, is this just an excuse to to put them on the pre-show or something like that. I don't know where they're going with with this. Apollo had a run. <laughs> he had a run yeah. with the title. <laughs> um, it's a weird way to... Yeah, it's a yeah, weird yeah, way to yeah. end it. I mean, it's yeah. not like it was hot, but there could have been... There was so much potential. Yeah, I was really hoping we were going to get some sort of ladder match or something, because they, they, it seemed like there was multiple people in on this fuse over the few last few weeks. It certainly feels like something where Apollo had, you know, I think I was on around the time that he did the stair drop on Big E and then yes. he sort of did the, you know, he has this, you know, bracing his Nigerian heritage. It feels like they had this idea for him and they, you know, they ran with it for a bit. They gave him the title and then they were just like, I don't know what to do with him anymore. They, right. like, they, made them drop they the gave title. him the bodyguard. And I, and I really like, hope going. I, I, <laughs> I hope that they don't. I hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle in any way of like these, yeah. you know, um, is sort of yeah. my fear. Like, what is yeah, he doing? You know what? Because as much as we, as much as we had strong reactions to it, <laughs> like, we were talking a lot about Apollo this past spring on on mm-hmm. the podcast and just yep. like the code switching and the character and everything. Yeah. But, but like, it wasn't just us. Everyone was talking about him. And then it, I guess WWE just didn't think it was interesting anymore. If they just kept doing that same thing, like, yes, we would have maybe been tired of it, but like, he's a heel. Like, let him lean into all of the heel things he was doing. And I, I wonder sometimes why, like, with someone like, I'm not going to compare it to, never mind. I understand why John Cena could do the same thing forever and why Apollo Crews is like yeah. dropped in, you know, two seconds. Six yeah. Or, yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. So let's hope that he, he's able to come back and let's hope that Commander Aziz remains around. Maybe they'll become tag team champions. Who knows? Yeah. Wishful thinking. Who has the tag belts now? The Usos. Jeez, and they're gonna go. They'll, they're facing the Mysterios. Mysterios again. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, they need to move on from that. <laughs> None of them are on the show, right? None of that's them. That's what. That's what I was like. I don't remember them being on the show, but that's there never. Was a, there was a tag team match. There was the Otis uh, the Gable Street Street Profits. Yeah. But there was mm-hmm. no. Right. There was no Mysterios or Usos. It was just kind of strange. 
I know. I, I I want comeback season to happen, man. And I want the Usos versus the Street Profits. Like, where are we at? We like, yeah. come on, come on, WWE, come on. Uh, <laughs> all right. Other than other than that, like, um, we got, I, I we I do. I want to touch on Sad Baron Corbin. Uh, uh, okay, wait. I'm, before we dive in, before we dive in, I just want okay. to say that you know we are not making light of anyone's like socioeconomic inequality and issues and the economy is a thing and this pandemic uh is also a thing with the econ i didn't prepare a statement so that's that but this is really fun to Mm -hmm. watch mari yes yes it is so like disclaimer (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, yeah, it's it, it is weird because people have been talking about, oh, uh, WWE is making fun of poor people. It's like I don't what. Like, it's like a like, little bit. It, it's a the, it's it's a caricature of like grace. I I, I have really enjoyed it. I think the like down on his luck, Baron Corbin is like yeah, such so good. A, like, thing I did not expect Baron Corbin mm. to have in 2020. The thing, the one thing I will say that I felt like here's Vince coming through. Like here it is. Here's how Vince is coming through. Is this week mm-hmm. of like I mean Kevin Owens being like you can't beg people for money if you lose. And I was like yep. I don't love that. I don't love this like begging people for money is yeah. annoying and like mm-hmm. bad and mm-hmm. you need to stop doing it. Um, which they like set themselves up in a corner of like, you know, on, you know, we'll get to on Raw. He's like asking for, uh, I mean, I mean, there was some gold on Raw as well, but right. like the, um, that's the one part I don't like, but I love the down on his luck. Like my, I can't afford, I can't have a shower. I'm sleeping in the production booth. Like it's, it's wrestling when it's different, when it's something you've never really seen before. It's mm-hmm. exactly where it like it's the most fun. It's like you, yeah, this is yeah. so silly, and this is where I can suspend my disbelief because it's mm-hmm. ridiculous and fun. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's also like the commentary is was just off the. So I wrote down. I was just like taking oh, notes please, on what yeah. the commentary mm-hmm. is saying. So they talked about him being like the former king and former constable and sleeping in the production truck and being fined for his dress code and being on his mom's cell phone plan. They were having like a lot of fun with this too. Um, which, but it's like, I, I think the thing that I like about this the most is that we haven't really gotten this version of Corbin yeah. yet, where yeah. it's like, he's definitely the butt of the joke and not taken seriously. And we're getting a lot more personality from him than we ever have. So yeah. this is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, we got like a, a network exclusive too of him like going around backstage, like talking about like a day in his life and how uh, oh, the security. Yeah. No, no, this is early this week. I thought uh, like security wouldn't let him in and he's standing by a truck with his face on it. He's like, that's me. They were so rude. It was so, it was so funny, but I completely agree with Grace. Like when I tell you, I was like, on, cause on Monday, he, he appeared on Raw on Monday and was asking Drew McIntyre for money and Drew McIntyre hit him with the Claymore. And I was kind of like, oh man. But on, on SmackDown on Friday, that's when I, it did take a turn. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Monday though, Monday though, when Drew says, I'll give you money, how much do you need? And he goes, just a hundred thousand dollars. So funny. Baron Corbin is so funny. It's, you have to start high. You start high and then let so him negotiate funny. down. It's so funny yeah. to ask for an unreasonable amount of money. It's so funny. 
Drew was champion this year. True. He's got, he's he got money. He's got money. Right. Merch? And I he think probably sells a lot of merch. That's the funny part about it. Also because Baron Corbin, like, like he was the money guy. Like he yeah. was he would fly at least in NXT, he would flash around how he, you know, used to play for the NFL. So he had all of this stuff and all this money and that's all he cared about. Like if you remember his breaking ground, he's like, I don't care about anything. Just like make money. I just <laughs> yeah. want to make money and go home. So like I guess um, I, I'm in this, really I'm a, I've been on this I've been on the Baron Corbin trip for a long time. there was Me a too. I can't remember there's a match in the in NXT where he was like, he beat up somebody, threw him outside. It might have been like Apollo Crews or something. He's just like, I don't care about your indie like cred. But I was like, yes, yes. such good heel <laughs> stuff of like, embrace it that you're like, the, you're the guy who got recruited because you played football. Like, I just, I, I thought, I've always thought he's been like good. I love the like his, his uh, early NXT stuff where the, the fans would count how long the match would be. Yeah. I was like, really, he had this cool thing about him. And I thought he's like really grown. I, I, he gets that a lot more hate than I think he deserves. He looked uh-huh. ridiculous when he would wear. Like what he's wearing now, but he when he was the constable, constable. Like, I love constable. Suppo- he's Corbin. the bad guy. You're supposed to hate him. He wears a stupid outfit to the ring. It's good. It's <laughs> it's great. So I'm excited that he. I feel like he's getting like more love than I think he's he's gotten in the past. He's so funny. Yeah, and it uh-huh. also doesn't. It's the type of thing too where like we were talking about this a f- couple weeks ago when Cena was back, and then Corbin's the one who came out, and we also mm-hmm. saw Corbin interrupt the contract signing and yep. like dispatch of Finn and. You know, even at that time, I was like, not Baron Corbin again. But then, you know, I, I think like seeing the again, it's like the personality for me and getting more of that has been really great. And so maybe this is a turning point for him where we'll actually like get to see more of how he shows up rather than more of the stoic thing that they like even back to NXT when he was amazing. Um it just was like more of a stoic badass on a bike type of yeah. type yeah. of um, image and, sure. and gimmick. Yeah. So we, we, we got Baron Corbin asking Kevin Owens for money. Kevin Owens said he'll give him a thousand dollars if he could beat him. Of course he did not beat Kevin Owens. And you know, that um, he was walking backstage and they're like, Corbin, what's going to happen now? And he, he comes across, where was Biggie? Biggie's he money just- in the bank briefcase was just on a table was he there i I, he was there he was there okay corbin must have snatched it so fast i just saw corbin (laughs) snatch the briefcase and just run yeah Yeah, and then but it's funny because i don't like he is a very athletic guy like he could catch up with was he the one sitting behind the the the, so he was standing behind the table i'm not sure what he he pushes him he was he pushes, he pushes him. him. He's like doing autographs or something. And but there's and someone Baron standing him. there, so like the, or sitting there next to E. So then E like couldn't get it. past the guy. Look, it was it's a, a table it so fast. It's on it the table. table. I saw the table. Big, yeah, like, why sitting? Biggie's there. Corbin pushes Biggie back, takes it, and runs down the hall. And then there's like the uh, guy. Yeah. And I guess I, you just lost him. So I know Baron Corbin. I has don't been, want you to get. <laughs> I know he has been the Money in the Bank holder in the past. I know he knows what it does. Yeah, but I so desperately want him next week to open it up and realize there's no money in the. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. But then uh, he said, he, he, "Okay, so in another clip after this, he was running off." Like past yeah. the production trucks, he's like, "I'm gonna be the next champ. I'm gonna be so rich. Oh, I'm gonna no. be a billionaire." So he, I think he's gonna try to cash. I would assume he'll try to cash it in. I'll take it. I'll take it. And Big E like stopping him every week. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is, is going to be fun, a fun transition between I him and it. Corbin. Yeah. But if we talk about it, the legal, the legalese of all of oh this, God. does he <laughs> need the briefcase to cash it in? Or like, could he just print another copy of the contract? I think he does need, I think, <laughs> the briefcase, but I don't think Baron Corbin can cash it in. But I, I want to, I, I don't mind. Like, this is, no, again, I, yeah. the different ways in which, like, the way wrestling is different and things you haven't seen before, like, Starting a feud by having Baron Corbin is down as like steal Biggie's money in the bank contract to set up a feud with Big E is right. great. I love it. It's not just like, oh, we should fight. It's like, no, there's uh, this like stupid storyline reason. Right. Don't mind me. I'm just looking up their legal pres- precedents by looking up the Miz versus Otis. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look at please get get the legal paperwork. If you could find uh, Mr. the money Mr. in the Mr. bank contract. Mr. Kennedy up. also won the money in the bank, but lo- but I think he lost it in a match to in a match. You had to lose it. I don't think you could just steal it. Also, it's WWE. They can make up their own rules. So if you still yes, like a a court ruling, a court ruling forced Otis to defend the contract on a match against Miz. Miz beat Otis, and he then got the contract. But yeah. it doesn't say. I guess ruling. this is another legal precedent. Precedent. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't you, you remember the court the court scene? Yeah, but I'm just like the law and. WWE don't go. Everybody together. loves legal storylines. So. It is kind of questionable. <laughs> it's a whole other topic, actually. They really I do guess love because he cops into it. I think it's because Miz had the pre- Miz had the uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, what is nine tenths of the law? Uh, what is it? Possession. Uh, press- possession. Yes, Miz had possession of the contract. <laughs> Go to law school. Oh, so there's. Oh. <laughs> so, I kind of forgot that Miz took it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 they. You still have whole... to defend it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. It's fun. Maybe we get another court ruling of Baron Corbin gets oh. his shot to to own Money in the Bank. I, if, if I just want to see him try to cash it in and not be able to cash it in, which <laughs> right. I mean, makes sense for the character. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, that's good. It's a it's a funny, just a very very funny storyline there. Yes. Okay, so um, that's it for our SmackDown highlights. Um, again, you can follow along with uh with us as uh we go through the clips. Just check our show notes and show description. So let's just briefly talk about Raw. I mean, like seriously, really briefly. Um, I mean, mm. like honestly. Raw, there, you know, stuff kind of happened, but it was also just like meh. You know, we got uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP did a pretty good promo against Goldberg, but like, okay, girl, whatever. Like <laughs> Goldberg wasn't it wasn't there. We got Dewdrop versus Alexa Bliss in a weird match where where Lily winked at Dewdrop. I'm like, okay, I, what highlight of the yeah. night. <laughs> Right. So, and then, and, and like my, my favorite thing that we're not going to talk about is Monsoor, the Monsoor and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, Ali storyline continuing. Like that is some good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, I want them to, to eventually get past Retribution, Mason T-Bar. Um, but the, the tag division in Raw, it, Raw especially, but WWE is like dead. So th- them building up. Uh, Mansoor and Ali, basically a storyline where Mansoor is like trying to drag Ali back into the light, you know? So it's just good. amazing. It's, it really is. It's so good. 
But uh, what we'll talk about here and what we have a clip in the the highlight section is, uh, so Randy Orton, it's the saga of Randy Orton and and Riddle. Randy Orton came back. Uh, (laughs) Randy Orton came back. He He didn't explain it, really. Did I miss it? I don't think he explained it at all. He just took a little break. He's just like, hey, hey guys, suck. And then Mm. (laughs) Riddle Riddle comes out and is like, oh, bro, we we can bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Cool. Let's grow up, bro. Let's grow yeah. up and down. Bro. Yeah. And so, and then he was like, oh, we got to get back together. And they're like, the audience wants us back together. And then AJ and Omus come out to kind of like throw some jabs at them. Again, these are Raw Tag Team Champions, which I'm just like, <sighs> okay. I still maintain the fact that they only gave it to AJ so he could be the Grand Slam champion. Um, yeah, and and then we get a match. RK Bro, you know, they end up defeating Omas and AJ. They're taking their victory lap, and then our what did I say? Why, why did you look at? It? Oh no, I was yeah, you're awesome. I was just gonna okay. say, okay, I think we just even skipped over the video package. Oh, I did, I did. Yeah, there's the <laughs> a cute video pack. This was the one time where I was like, this video package, I do not care. We got an RK Bro video package. It was upbeat, and it was also it was also am I wrong? It was it was just Randy versus AJ, and then afterwards it was like commotion. Was it? That's no good. I think so. Again, I think it was like a Randy versus AJ match, but then Riddle and Om almost get into it at the end, and there it is. There it is. What happened? It's on. I don't be paying attention. Yeah, this honestly. is why we have the clips, people. <laughs> I mean, we, you could hear our comments about stuff, but like, get the details in the show notes with the playlist, or just watch yes. the shows. You know? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, yes. I don't the, like. I hope we don't go like immediately into like Randy versus Riddle. I do want a little bit of like Riddle being this like persistent like. Come on, like, come on. We get, and I know, like, maybe some people just want Riddle versus Randy, and then the feud is over. Um, I don't mind this, like, you know, Riddle being like, you know, heartbroken in a sense of like, you know, Randy turning. And I don't want, I mean, I don't feel like in Riddle's character to immediately just be like, okay, then let's fight. Um, yeah, I mean, he is a fighter, so I don't know. I think there is some interesting stuff they can do there. Is the most interesting? I mean, Randy teaming with somebody who then he turns his back on is that new ground? <laughs> Certainly right. not. That, and that mm. is why I had the problem where he he yeah. hits the RKO on Riddle and then uh, the commentator was like, "Oh, and he did the unthinkable. We never saw it coming." I'm like, sir, we saw it Literally. coming. Everybody saw it coming. I mean, this is his thing. AJ did say it, right? AJ did say it to Randy, and so that's why I think like don't go right into this like, okay, well now I'm gonna fight you like you did it. I kind of want Riddle to just keep coming back, being like. No, I know you did that, but like it's okay. I still want to be it's your okay. like tag team. Yeah, partner. that'd be. And nice. I almost hope that like mm-hmm. I want the like will they will I want them to like you know a will they like I want that to like <laughs> happen. But maybe I don't know. Maybe not everyone loves RK bro. The, my read on the situation, at least, is like everybody knew it was coming. I mean, we saw yeah. earlier in the night, like it. We basically saw the saw like. Randy turning on Riddle and then he turns back and then turns on Riddle, really turns on Riddle. And yeah. it's just like, you know what? I, I This is, I'm okay with it only because Riddle 
doesn't get it. And I almost imagine the crowd, I have no clue what they were chanting, but like, no, 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 like get out of there. And then it happens, or at least they, they, it felt like they were anticipating something beyond the hug because it's Randy Orton. Like that's this yeah. is what he does. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's just <laughs> the problem I think for me with Rob, I would love a little bit of like Randy realizing he he like Riddle will help him and it's like a good thing. But like who is there to be like the big like bad guy taking mm. taking down Randy Orton, you know? Like there isn't really of like a, a thing that Randy Orton can't overcome really there's like no yeah who is there like maybe bobby lashley but i don't necessarily want this whole storyline wrapped up with lashley so i don't know I, yeah it's fine raw is raw is lacking in in a lot of lot of ways here but we got the the beginning of the end of the in beginning Let's see. Of RK, of RK bro. RK bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to include this on the clips. Um, it, it's very convoluted storyline. Morrison, Seamus, Damian Freeze, like Ricochet. They're all kind of inter, like woven storylines here. But. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that happened this week was Damian Priest was facing John Morrison and then like Miz trying to intervene. <laughs> and after Damian Priest got the win, um, he like spooked the Miz and Miz stood up. Miz stood up. Not only yeah. did Miz Oh. He, he then ran away. <laughs> he ran faster than he's he fast. That was impressive. And I feel like I one I'm a uh, the, I'm going to let the confusion about the injury just stay over there cuz I thought he had a torn ACL. ACL. Mm-hmm. What, uh, That's what I thought I too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe this, he did have an ACL injury. I have no clue. This, Grace, or did you? I, you know? I don't know. Worked the whole time. I don't know if it's worked the whole time or whether it's like something that like it was an injury and then you're able to like you know don't tell him exactly when he's coming back so that you know he can then like surprise people like we get this moment. But I don't, I don't yeah. exactly know. But the yeah. funny thing is, I think it was the opposite <clears throat> because I feel like they told us he was out for at least like a year or something like that. Am I, I tripping? I, mean, they probably I can't would. remember. But that's what I think. That's what I think yeah. WWE does. I think if somebody has an injury and they tell you like right when they get the injury, like they'll be oh, out lie. nine months, then it's like, oh, they're probably it's, be it's five. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are some horrible doctors. Like, oh yeah, yeah. WWE, it'll be nine months. Like, oh yeah. He he did an interview, I guess, in June where people were he's saying like it's I like the reading the injury reports about me because nobody knows. Is I'll be out for a little bit of time, but I've seen I'll be out nine months. I don't plan on being out nine months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, He's, all right. Yeah, but it also so it's, it's like us. you. Yeah, we. I mean, I, the way I I remember watching that interview and even thinking like, oh, well, then maybe that's a type. Like we see it all the time with people where they're projected to be out a certain amount of time, and it's not even like WWE is necessarily lying to us, but like we've seen it in the past with Cena, where it's like he's injured, he'll be out for a year, and then he comes back super early like that mm-hmm. happens in wrestling maybe the doctors are really bad at predicting how long people will be out for things but i don't think that's what was and happening here that's even or it's just the dirt sheets you know take take the stuff in wrong with them too as that's well right. so yeah that could yeah. that could mostly be it mm-hmm. yeah you know, i thought it was fun that you know Miz gets to be the like fool who's been <laughs> caught so red-handed funny. i think it's fun yeah it's yeah. I'm, yeah i'm a bit over him being involved with Damian Priest. 
Same, but. which which is good because um after the match, then Sheamus came out, um and they True. they him him and Damian Priest had a back and forth here, so it looks like Damian Priest is probably going to get a shot at the U.S. title, and that'd be really fun. Like I I, I really like that. Sheamus is really doing some good work here, like, he friend of the pod. Like he's doing yep. some good work <laughs> in a sense, like. It, he's holding that belt, but I don't feel like he's stifling anybody. You know what I'm saying? Which can happen when you have like older talent around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and maybe in past um, junctions of his career, you know. Uh, but he he's doing. I think he's doing a really good job of holding that title, having great matches, being goofy. I love the mask. Like the love just, a good face protector mask. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, I, I I do. I really like those. So, um, yeah. So so good for Seamus. He he's doing a great job, and I I hope I hope Priest wins. I, I hope we we get some ma- matches from some more matches from them, and then he passes the torch. To it's Dana been a while. Too. We haven't had a um like a D'Lo Brown chest protector, like a <laughs> Bob Orton pass. <laughs> yeah. like a, the, everyone always said that Lex Luger had the pipe in his fort with the bar. We need someone to <laughs> bring that. Cool. Yeah. Wild, you know, they're like, it's an illegal object, but they're like, it's no, it's, I need it. You know? We haven't had that. <laughs> yeah. So that, this is, this has been great so far. Um, and then finally, just, I mean, we get Elias. We what? Oh, mm-hmm. what, what we get Elias burning this? his guitar, and he he's like WWE used to stand for Walk with Elias, but now it's not. And I'm just like, he's first of all, has Elias right, was Elias on the show last week? He probably was. I like that whole Jackson Riker stuff. It, it, yeah, so I'll show you how little... to get me disinterested real quick, and how and fast forward. Like when I do watch Raw, I watch it on a DVR. And fast yeah, <laughs> we're talking about him now, which is really, you know, I think maybe a failure of ours because we could have gone this entire podcast, like the, <laughs> this whole year, basically, or like at without least the first two Elias, seasons yeah. without talking about Elias. So, yeah, it was weird. Why is he? See, as I was watching the video, the only thing I could think about is why do you feel the need to burn your guitar? Because mm-hmm. he, they, he just smashed guitars left and right. Like, don't buy another guitar. That's a good way to switch your gimmick. You don't need to be like a pyromaniac. Like, dude. It, like, they're like, no, nah, they're like, this gimmick is dead. They wanted you to and know. And he's not Elias anymore. Yeah, I couldn't is tell if was, this is a name Elias? change thing or this is just a like... A different the gimmick, gimmick. yeah. Say Elias. Well, maybe he's going to be the dead man because he did say Elias. <laughs> that is true. He did say Elias. I don't even honestly. I, don't know. I wish so it's going to be the Undertaker Junior. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like okay, <laughs> let's see. Let's see what you got. Okay, yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? Like, I, yeah. I included it here because it's like okay, like what now? Like I, I this might be something you know we cover in the future just because like. A talent comes out who hasn't been doing much, and then he's like, "My gimmick is dead. My name is dead. So where do we go from here?" Especially with that gimmick, that walk with Elias gimmick was so over. Like, yeah. it was, four, so was over. it three or four years ago? And they never pulled the trigger on him at his his maximum height where he could have been. And it's yeah. it really is sad. I remember um when we went to um when we went to take over in new Orleans uh, for, uh, for the WrestleMania weekend, 
all the only thing people were doing was yelling woo and and singing like and walk and saying walk with Elias. Like it, it was crazy, you know how how people really loved loved that gimmick when he first came onto the the main roster. So. I don't know. I, I wish the best for him. I hope. I really hope he he's able to because we've never seen if he can adapt to anything else. So mm. I hope. He I can. mean, he was over as a like you know the stuff attraction, and then also like that moment when him and Kevin Owens make fun of the Seattle Supersonics. Like I've never seen heat like in an arena like that. Like the booze. Yeah. Like he's a good bad guy. So like mm-hmm. there's something in there. You know, it's like <clears throat> I ha- I'm like worried that he's just going to be like. I'm super serious now. Like I'm, I have no guitar. I'm just going to be like a, a mean bad guy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's so much like more than that. I think especially for a guy who really surprised us coming yeah. out of NXT. Like he wasn't much in NXT. He just like exploded right. onto the main roster. It was really mm-hmm. neat to see. So I do hope there's something, you know, they have something interesting or he has something interesting in mind here. Let's hope. And the, the positive news is it seems like they have something in mind, but the thing that keeps going through the back of my head with do they? a lot of people, well, I mean, they gave us this. I mean, look at everything with um, uh, the former Alistair Black. Like, we had a promo, and then we saw how that ended up. So now I'm like, ooh, this could be a great gimmick, a horrible gimmick, or they could be released. And, like, that's such a scary, like, a a horrible thought to have. But that's WWE nowadays, because even when people are on TV, like, that's not a guarantee. That's not safety, yeah. It's not. They put so much trust in him, though, to like, you know, like sitting alone in a spotlight in the, you know, in an arena. Um, I feel like they put much more trust in him than many other people um, that we've seen released recently. So I think Vince likes him. So let's hope. I mean, yeah, I'm not even, I'm not going to go into other people who are released, but this is like where the jaded thing, it's so hard to not be like, well, they might not be here in the future because like WW has been so um, we've seen so many examples of people being on TV like that week and then gone, gone. two days later um, mm-hmm. with NXT with SmackDown, you know, and all that, you know, different. Things. So let's see what happens, but hopefully it's great. Yep. Hopefully it's great. Hopefully so it's that's- not a cane type of gimmick as just like another <laughs> hope that there's not another undead character. Yeah, Please, I hope he's no. just not generic wrestler number one, like a, a <laughs> creator like that could be really bad. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. Um, that's it for the highlights of the week. Um, let us know how you think, how you feel. Uh, uh tag us hashtag wrestling or half up. Send us any of your emails, your questions, anything like that. And again, mm-hmm. all of the highlights that we just covered can be found in our highlights playlist in your show notes or show description. Okay. Right. So, guys, we have a shoot seg- segment this week. The shoot Ooh. is um, uh, any unplanned, unscripted, real life occurrence uh, in a wrestling event. And this is where we each week just give our thoughts on something that happened in the wrestling world, um, just raw and unfiltered. So, this week, we got to talk about Keith Lee. Keith Lee opened up about his absence. Um, his whoa, how long was it? It was seven months, five, 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 yeah, seven basically months? from yeah, February like um, until the return with sure. Bobby Lashley. If you're watching Ooh, on yes. YouTube, just a refresher the match that he had with Lashley ago. just a few weeks ago, really. Yeah, yeah. but amazing. We had, we had no idea 
really right. what he was going through over that, that yeah five the speculation so. was so rampant like uh people were reporting like oh him and wwe are in disputes over his naming like naming rights and right. stuff like that and yeah. like all sorts of contract negotiations and, and just like oh is keith lee gonna leave wwe you know it was just um just a lot and it, it, Keith Lee throughout those months he did like he would tweet stuff like you know don't worry it's for the best like thank you guys for you know um, support but it all makes sense in time and you know just the very stuff like that and then at one point Mia Yim as well disappeared off of WWE yeah. TV as, as well yeah. so uh, this week he dropped a uh, YouTube video explaining what um, has been going on for the past, like we said, was that seven months? And basically, uh, he had caught COVID. Um, <laughs> he had, he had caught COVID. Then he was he he was thought he was uh, um, healing from that. Um, but then he was told that he had an enlarged heart, and then it, it just got really scary for him there. Like he was saying, he was battling death at one point. He also addressed, which I saw this as well, and I'm, I, it really sucks that he saw it in the state that he was in, but mm -hmm. people blaming Mia for him being gone, mm -hmm. because I know initial rumors were like Mia Yim had gotten COVID, and I think a lot of people were saying she had caught it at some party, you know, with a, it was a while back, yeah. but like with Chelsea Green and all of them, they're all like, like on a, a boat Year's or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. In Florida. Thank you, Matt. The New Year's, yes, the New Year's party. <laughs> the new year's party like there was a whole bunch of, of rumors that she had caught that and then that she had given it to him when he reveals that actually he had caught it and then he had gotten it given it to her three weeks later to the point where she actually uh missed the royal rumble um and what is not wrong with people by the way as a side note because that's what like, i'm shooting on actually yeah, yeah, going, yeah. We're, we're we'll get into it the but people. like really really like do you not know about HIPAA? Like you don't have these Thank people's you. medical records. Uh yeah, oh, so exactly. So so he 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 and he also points out that Mia like got covid because she was taking care of him and he credits that if she didn't take care of him that he more than likely could have passed away. Yeah. So which is honestly um if you've listened to any of the podcasts I did or I do, I am a healthcare professional. I've been on the front lines of COVID. I have been on the, the back end of COVID with testing. And it's not something mm -hmm. to joke about, you know, and it's true. A lot of people who pass away, especially ones in the early, you know, early going pass away in their homes because they didn't have anybody to really help them because that the disease can be very debilitating to where you can't even get out of bed, you know? And so Mia nursing him, you know, back to health to the point at her, at her own misfortune is not a new, this is not something that's new. This has been happening for over 18 months now. So we need to be respectful when it comes to people's health and not knowing what, what's going on. And like Matt said, this I'm I'm shooting on the people who were very rude to both yeah. Keith Lee and Miriam. Not only when they didn't know what was going on, but even after now, I was I I looked at Keith Lee's video. I looked at his Twitter and his tweets, and people are still in his comments saying like, "Oh, I I don't know if I believe this. I really think 
WWE is mishandling him and punishing him. I'm like, what? You don't believe what? the words coming out of some man, this man's mouth on his experiences? Like, it's very, very frustrating. And it's just, I feel so bad for them being in this spotlight, dealing with this, coming so close to death. Cause like he said, like he had an enlarged heart to the point where they told him he could not, he couldn't do any type of physical activity because they felt like maybe if he did, he might end up dying so he had to not do any physical activity for like going on five months until like the inflammation um slowed down they had to do genetic testing on him um you know covid really got a hold of him and as somebody who is in you know an athlete in great shape like it really got a hold of him and he was finally given the okay and then he had to get into ring shape and for people to sit here and question his story is just like y'all give it up and even mia tweeted something like you know be be kind to people you don't know what's going on and then somebody had the, the nerve to say like well in fairness if you guys had just told us what was going on then we wouldn't have jumped to conclusions are you serious That's like are y'all point. serious like this there's stuff bigger than wrestling you know going on in the world and going on with these actual people these are characters they play characters on tv but they're actual people behind those characters so can we just show a little bit of respect to the performers and you know just be be kind you know uh matt what what do you think yeah it's it's so interesting because i like thinking about the shoot coming into it i well one i completely agree with you and everything you said and plus one co-signed to that But the other side of it, too, is just like, wow, the things that he has been through this year and and also by especially by extension, um, Mia Yim, like you don't know. And people lose focus on the humanity of it. And so even to like shift away from shift the attention away from the fans for like a split second. Like, I'm just so happy that he's in such a better place because you again, Mari, you said it perfectly in so many ways. We really don't know what's going on with people in their lives. And I think especially when it comes to social media, it's so easy to just like throw off a comment or not even give something a lot of thought or be considerate in any way and just kind of like, you know, crap on people or just throw out a thought that you probably wouldn't even remember the next day. Like, oh, I tweeted that thing. People are are like I, I think people get so disconnected from who the performers are. And I appreciate Keith Lee coming out and sharing his truth and his reality as Mm -hmm. a human, as a person, because, because number one, that's not something that he owed anybody at all, which is important to establish. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that he did, I think like, I would like to think, just being a little bit optimistic about it, that there are people who see the situation and will think twice next time that they're, you know, on Twitter or on social media or on a podcast making comments and just like trashing people for things that one um, are not even confirmed two are none of their business. And three that like, you don't need to say it. You don't need to put it out there. Keep the thoughts in your head. They're horrible thoughts to begin with, but keep them in your head. Like you don't need yep. to do it. You're not making the world a better place by sharing some of these things. You're, what's the point? And I, I it, it, it sucks. It's scary. We deal with the social media hate. People deal with social media hate all the time. Um, and I'm just glad that he's able to like, you know, hopefully bask in the glory. Uh, uh, that wasn't uh, uh, oh, there it is, Bask there it is. in like the support that he's received since yeah, um, exactly you know, since all of this. 
Can I, I'll, can I have one little thing? I think oh, I'll as much as we, everything. <laughs> no, you've said, you've said everything I would want to say. And I think the one thing is that obviously we want people not to do, you know, to fill these, you know, send these messages. There are people who will do it and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The best thing we can do. I mean, if you're listening to this and you've been doing it, please Ooh, don't. <laughs> but the, yeah. the other thing is like saying like, you know, um, people often are more reluctant to say, the nice things, you know, mm-hmm. even I, it's a, it's a, a thing that I try to practice more recently in my life of like to show love, to show, you know, to say the things that I'm like am, am thinking. And so the more you can, we can fill, you know, the time. And it's hard as a, you know, we are all people who live, you know, do things that are, are in a public sphere. And when you, yeah. you know, there, I might get like 20 really nice tweets. And then the one like tweet that's like no, not super yeah. nice. I'm like, I yeah. think about it a lot. Yeah. Um, but the more the more we can do to make sure that there are like you know there are twenty nice tweets to like counterbalance, um, it, it is it is helpful in some ways. It's not perfect because we all deal with you know the stuff in a different way. But the more you can do to like be putting love out in the world is the best way I think to counteract people exactly. who, who are not going to stop putting hate in the world um, as much as we would like them to. But I I would assume. Hmm. Very few of those people are listening to uh, <laughs> us in this community. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know. yeah, everyone who's listening here is great. Um, and mm-hmm. they're like, I'm, I'm sure that they're a lot better than, um, and that's the other thing too. Like we, and you kind of pointed to it, Grace, that like there could be the 20 or, you know, maybe in his case, like 2000 or 20,000 yeah. supportive comments, whatever that might be. And then the negative ones, but the negative ones don't have like, unfortunately less of an effect it's not like ooh, i received 20,000 um positive comments and 100 negative ones so the ratio like i feel so good because of that like no those things still have the negative impact and i think something just to build on what you're saying because you mentioning just like us as podcasters even um you know i think and this applies to keithley too people often feel like they know the people that they're hearing from or know the characters that they're hearing from or seeing like with Keith Lee, people are constantly following him on social media, seeing him Uh interviews that he's doing, seeing him on TV. And you feel like you might know this person, even though it's a character, the same I'm sure goes for podcasters and for like us too. And it's just like, you, you really like you, you don't, even if we think we know people or know something, I love the, I think it's the real world tagline. You like, you think, you know, you have no idea. And that's just the reality yeah. of the world. And so it's like important to be curious and ask questions or like stay in your lane. Yeah, that's all. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, that, and that's it. You know, that is it. Um, you know, sending lots of love, light, prayers, awesome. positive vibes to Keith Lee and Mia Yim yeah. um, because, you know, they, they deserve it right now. And, hopefully he continues to heal he continues to um be able to do what he loves but safely like that's the biggest thing as safely as possible if it if at any moment it's not safe anymore it is okay for him to take a step back and just a bigger picture like just to be grateful for him like even and mia yim thinking back to last year i mean right after george floyd was murdered like they were on tv (laughs) wearing black lives matter stuff like on nxt yeah. and representing that i think probably more than uh anyone in a lot of in, in, from yeah. what i remember at least and so um we need people like them and hopefully the negativity doesn't drive people good people 
away from being part of this thing that we love and that we want to constantly be better and that we want to be for more people like us and for more people in general who haven't always been included. So yep. um, yes, yep. seconding all of it. Um, we love Keith Lee and Mia Yim and awesome. That was our shoot, I guess. Yeah, that was our shoot. Uh, so this was such a great episode. We always, always have fun when uh, Grace comes to town and the sheriff comes to town. <laughs> the sheriff. Sheriff Stella. Sheriff Stella. Yeah, I love that. That's so my Grace. next gimmick library. evolution. You she this, quits you the library to... and runs for Do you have a hat? Exactly. Like a I don't think cat. I have a little sheriff's hat. But I'll get a badge. I'll order one up. Sparkly one? Like a sparkly yeah. one? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> we we loved having you. Um any final thoughts about anything we saw this week? Um no, there's there's a lot of good stuff. I think that um I mean, you folks are out here watching it all and I very much like commend you for it. My like biggest takeaway is like, you know, find the stuff you like to watch and and watch it and uh, yeah. you know, there's so there's so many ways to watch wrestling now like, you know, um you don't, you know, it's, yeah. Put it on the DVR and fast forward to the stuff you're like, eh, I don't love that. You know, there's so much good stuff out there. Um, I really, I mean, this is not this week. I really miss the independence. Uh, wrestling used to go a long time. I'm really like, especially seeing people that like I watched on the independence get to make it like an AEW. I'm like, oh, I really mm-hmm. miss seeing them in like, a, you know, a church with like yeah. 200 people, um, right. you know, but there's so much good stuff out there. There's really cool stuff happening in the world of wrestling. So I was happy to get to chat with you both about it. Awesome. No. Grace, can you tell us uh, what you've been up to? Where can the people find you? Yeah, I'm um, on Twitter at Hi From Grace. Um, you can follow at Hold a Podcast with one P. I do a, a weekly podcast with my co host Hudson where we watch an LGBTQ piece of media from the past and see if it holds up. Matt has been on an episode where he talked about Billy and Chuck from the WWE. Chuck. The wedding mm-hmm. from 2002. Um, we've done another wrestling episode on Goldust. So uh, there's some wrestling mm-hmm. stuff in there. I make sure to like squeeze it in. Um, but it's really fun. Mm-hmm. We watched Ugly Betty last week. Uh, watching Allie McBeal this week. So Whoa. yeah, that's cool. On uh, cool. Tuesdays mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash DM Philly where I play Dungeons and Dragons in space. Uh, really space. fun. It's like a, a regular D&D uh, campaign, but but we are we started on a spaceship. There's uh, some folks who have been on this podcast. Josh Wiggler plays. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably the only one, but I also, you know, if you're in the rap world, uh, DJ LaBelle Klein, Kurt Ooh, Clark, oh, yeah. um, okay. Brooklyn Zed. Yeah, it's uh it's really fun, it's really good. And um as part of the post show recaps Discord, Patreon, and also on Twitch uh you know, DM Philly's Twitch, we did a forty one hour marathon D D session. We played That's nine easy. games too much. Played nine no. games and we rotated in who DM'd and who played, and I played in I DM'd a game and I played in a game, but we raised almost $7,000 for various wow. charities um, as part of That's the 41 awesome. hour stream. Um, and it, it was Wait, so geez. much fun. Um, yeah. So you don't have to watch the whole thing, but if you're interested in like, eventually it'll be put on um, uh, Philly's uh, YouTube channel, YouTube. Okay. Uh, I think it will be DM Philly. Uh, you can check out bits and pieces. It, it was a really incredible thing. Uh, this like really neat community. That's wrapped. Rob is a podcast adjacent, you know, um, mm-hmm. post show recaps. Um, it's this really neat community um, that came together and did a really, 
really great thing. Um, we did like a, there was a thing a, a few months ago where people ended up being on just on the call, like after a game, we ended up on the discord call and they ended up for like, I think about 35 hours or something. And somebody just started donating to charity. And uh, so we raised like two grand that time. And we thought, what if we wow. did it for like real and like really like actually put some work and effort into it. So that's what we did. It's really cool. I'm really proud of what we put together. Um, yeah. Twitch.tv. Yeah. It was um, really cool. And thanks for making the world a better place. It's cool to see like that we're, I mean, we, we, so in the podcasts, like we talk and you, especially Grace, like are talking about a lot of important issues, especially thinking of hold up and thinking of um, just everything on PSR that, that we've talked about here, but yeah, yeah, like raising money for charity. This is a thing, Mari, maybe we need to get a charity stream going or something. Um, Play WB2K for 40 hours. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh i can't do anything for 40 hours like straight four or yeah something. the next thing was uh yeah we 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 got to trade off a fair bit so like it wasn't yeah. the same people doing it the yeah straight time. yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome though yeah. okay matt where can the people find you right here right right here right here right on now. the rustling right we're half up um where you could find us uh, but you could also find me at uh well you at Matt Scotchy W. I almost forgot how to plug myself. Like, <laughs> how does this handles? But yeah, on Twitter, uh, especially hit me up, follow me, um, DM, whatever. And looking forward to hearing you there. But I'm just here on the wrestling wrap up. And then also, you know, I've been popping into some of the, the recap coverage for Big Brother 23, which has been kind of cool we just were on the slop um on the yeah. rob has a podcast patreon rob has well you can find that probably at patreon.com slash rhap but also rob has a website.com slash patreon you know lots of ways to get in there and so that's just some of the places where you could find me but i'll be here I'll be here. Well, we'll be back actually. Um, and I'm in, we'll definitely be back, but we'll mm-hmm. also be back um, in less than a week because we have our SummerSlam predictions episode coming up in a few days. So stay tuned. Mari, where could the people find you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter uh, and at stereo on stereo at Mari talks too mm. much. That's two, like the number two. Um, I will always be here for the wrestling wrap up. Uh, <laughs> no matter if I am in a new house or in an empty house or fighting my, um, <laughs> my connection, uh, you'll, yeah. you'll see me here. Um, but also, I just uh, finished guesting on the Love and Rehap Up podcast, uh, the RHAP Love and Hip Hop Atlanta podcast with Sasha Joseph, one of our mm-hmm. wonderful guests this season. And it yeah. was so fun. Again, if you're not familiar with the Love and Hip Hop franchise, this is a perfect time to just dive in. Season 10 just started. Me and um, Sasha talked about uh, episodes five and six, and it got real deep, y'all. It got real deep. It got real deep, but also very funny um, uh-huh. as well. And so just like most of the rehab ups, you don't even have to watch the show if you don't want to. You can just listen, check in and listen to me and Sasha just be goofy for uh, an hour and a half. So, or two hours. I talk a lot. So I think it would end up being two hours <laughs> in case and, you haven't heard. Yeah. Um, and again, like shout out, shout out to Sasha for her show, which is really exciting. And she's amazing. And, and she obviously was on here, but check, please check that out. Please but, check it out. Yeah. 
Um, yes. Uh, and again, check us out, uh, the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast, anywhere you get your podcast. Um, you can also check us out on YouTube. At, uh, Rob has a podcast on YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, comment, all of that. Um, please support us, especially, um, on your iTunes or in Spotify. Leave us some comments, leave us some ratings so, um, somebody else can find us. Um, mm-hmm. other than that, I guess I will see you next week. Matt, well, nope. Like you said, I'll see you in a few days. Matt. <laughs> oh, technically, it's next week. So it is technically next yeah. week. No. Yeah. yeah. And thank you so much again, Grace. And to everybody out there, watch out for any flying elbows. Goodbye. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.